2: I
4: just want $1,000. That is
3: amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up.
0: You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Okay, I have to ask. Is, is, I need everybody to just, like, be prepared to to be honest right now. And, and yeah, exactly, Maury. But I just need, I really <laughs> need you to be honest here, Maury. Deep. I need you to be honest. Mocha, I need you to be honest. Sham. you as well. Always. Uh, but more importantly, anybody listening, because I don't think that, I, I hope that everybody's honest, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think that if you're listening right now, you have the ability to be honest and anonymous, which always works well in these situations where you don't have to give your name, you don't have to give your situation. We just need the story. Okay, so I'm going through this um, poll that they did between married couples. They ask them a whole whack of questions, right? Mm. A lot of them are a lot of them are nonsense. Forty-five percent of married couples uh, usually celebrate Valentine's Day. Eighty percent say that it was big before they got married. Yeah, of course we all know that. Sixteen yeah. percent uh, say that they argue with their spouse on a regular basis because one is a slob. Yeah, sure, that's normal couple stuff. Uh, but then you get to this question, which was ten percent of married people said they love their spouse. But sometimes wish they were single so they could experience dating again. I've said this. What? I'm, oh my god! Wow, Maury! What? Right out of the gate. No, yeah. I've no. said this. Right out of the gate, Maury. Right out of the gate. <laughs> no, like I so, miss things
5: like the first kiss and the the
4: weirdness and the awkwardness <sighs> oh my god. of that. And so you know, okay. I still haven't had your first kiss, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's still awkward. <laughs> okay, so the question. So the question was again that they asked people: Do you sometimes wish you were single so you could experience? Dating again? Damn it, Maury!
1: Yes,
5: absolutely.
4: Wow. uh, Deepa.
1: Not at all,
2: no. Okay. Uh, Mocha. No
4: way. Now, Ross said to be honest. I'm a hell no as well. Yeah. Uh, Sham, when you were married, I mean, I know she had, I know she felt like this, but did you feel like this? (laughs) Oh
1: my God. How do you know she felt like that?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Was this whole thing just a setup? It was not. (laughs) It feels like that. Okay. You
4: could have kept my mic off. I didn't have to to take part. (laughs) Okay, but no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Sometimes when we do this couple y stuff, I feel bad because I don't want to exclude Shem, okay? So Uh, the only other option is (laughs) shots fired. (laughs) Shots
2: fired. <laughs> okay, so uh,
4: okay, okay. Damn, so Shem, oh. did you did you feel like that while you were married or no? Oh jeez, I feel like breaking up with you guys now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and, uh, Shem's ready to cheat on all of us. So okay, so we want to know the reasons too. So don't just say yes or no, but if you have like a very specific reason, like Maury does. Maury's a long list of reasons, but if you have a very specific reason to answer yes to the question of, do you sometimes wish you were single so you could experience dating again? That's he, what we want to hear because. Because that's what I'm fascinated
5: See, with. And now you know why I lie. Well,
4: so you didn't that, give a reason. Is, give your a, reason. What's no, your reason? No, why? I said
5: this is why I lie so that I could be like, no, absolutely. But I've just, never
4: thought of that. But even just for the sake of life, Mori, out of all the times you have lied and shouldn't have, this may be, have been the one time you should have. Yeah. You said <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, there's honest and then there's, you know. Mori
2: honest. Yeah, Mori. <laughs>
4: <honest. laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's 925555. So the, again, the, the, the question is, and we don't want just a yes or a no. We need to know why. And uh, the question is, do you sometimes wish you were? Were single so you could experience dating again
0: the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast
5: like when you go out or something with friends and you see they're all talking about the you know the hot guy
4: at the bar and you can't do that when is the last time you went out with friends and had that conversation maury never okay
2: thank you <laughs> uh a couple of texts that we're getting <laughs> never absolutely not i'm in the single dating pool right now and it's seriously terrible yeah Another person said, I'm single and wish I was taken because the dating scene is a train wreck. Yeah. We're getting a lot of these.
4: Everybody that we've talked to on this show has just like nobody has anything good to say about what it's like to be dating right now.
2: As someone single, Nobody. maybe
5: we just need more people out there. <laughs> <laughs> some people like you, Maury, who know what they're doing.
4: I'll take one for the team yeah. uh,
2: As someone single throughout most of the pandemic, I'm going to tell you now you are not missing out on the dating scene. It sucks.
4: Maury, so are you saying that the problem with dating right now is that there's too many single people and you need to sort of interject some married people into the dating pool? Yeah, we have to sort yeah, of like okay.
5: run your course, <laughs> back you go. Like
4: come together. Yeah.
2: Like- <laughs> you should start a Facebook group. Yes. <laughs> 416 870 <laughs> uh, Lindsay, go ahead.
6: Um, I've been with my boyfriend since I was, like, 13, and I'm, like, 24 now. We're living together, um, and I would definitely want to try and go back to, like, not try, but, like, I would wish to go back to, like, dating, just to try it out like i've never really dated anyone we're just our first everything like you know we've never dated anybody else okay so just for the
2: experience now of of dating in like today's kind of day and age is it about
4: the dating experience or is it about new people
6: i would say like just you know going on a first date with somebody not knowing them like you know i always see a lot of my friends are on like hinge and tinder and stuff and like you know, obviously, I don't want, like, the hookup stuff. Like, I, I'm so happy that, like, I'm in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking for that now. But, like, I wish I could just try to, like, go on a date with somebody for the first time and, like... You, you know, th- talk about like you know, just talk yeah. to each other, like you know, getting to know each other.
4: Do you think you'd be good at it? Is that why?
6: uh yeah, I think I'd be pretty good yeah, at it. Yeah, there we
4: go. That's the reason. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> get out there and slay. That's, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, but damn, that committed relationship, huh? Holding you back. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you. he's not listening. Uh,
2: I hope he is.
0: <laughs> Bye, love.
3: <laughs> Bye. Thank you.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Podcast.
4: Deepa's brand new married. So you're not in this category at all, Deepa.
1: No, not at all and my husband and I we started dating when we were 18. So oh, wow. he's one of the only people that I've been with, so and I wouldn't go back. I'm very happy where I am.
2: And you guys have known each other since you were 12, right?
1: Yeah, since we were 12 years old.
4: Yeah. So wow. So you but you have no no urges at all to know what dating would be like or flirting with somebody else.
1: No, because I have a lot of friends that are single right now um, and they hate the dating scene. There you scene. go. They told me mm. their worst Tinder stories. So. Uh,
4: we know mm-hmm. how Maury feels about it. Maury is all for this 100%. <laughs> yeah, Deepa, you're missing out. Okay. <laughs> you're missing out on what?
7: No, no, no. You, just, no, <laughs> no, you need no. to experience oh, happy. that.
2: Happy. Can okay. I, you need Before, to have the butterflies okay. to go up to
5: somebody. Okay, stop, stop with the flirting.
2: We Maury. get to the next uh, phone call. Let me go through some texts here. Yeah. I can't believe people are writing this. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't want to be single, but maybe a hall pass to have sex whenever you want. Oh, geez. Some, somebody else said, uh, I would love love to go back to those first dating days when I met my husband because it was so fun and exciting.
4: Oh, and now? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry, you left us so bored. Sorry. <laughs> somebody else just somebody wrote, I love my wife. Hi, honey. <laughs> <laughs> 416 870 Line 5, go ahead Hey,
6: so I can't believe I'm saying this But I slightly agree with Maury um, oh. Definitely the part <laughs> That I miss About the dating life Or being single life Is that freedom you have with your friends When you go out And you can guilt-free Have fun when you're checking out someone If you're talking about someone If someone comes up to you You can have a little fun but now that I'm in a committed relationship, um, it's more of a, well, you know, so-and-so is not going to like this, or I shouldn't be doing this. Let me just huddle in a corner, and you guys go do that.
4: So do you not find your relationship fun?
6: No, I do. It's just like, you know, it's the one face over and over again, and there's like this <laughs> oh, excitement wow. when it comes to like that stranger and the compliments and... Everyone comes with their own style. So miss, it's just fun to have fun.
4: Do you want to make out with somebody new? Is that the deal?
6: I wouldn't say I would go that far. I'm one of those, I've been in sales for too long of my life, so naturally flirting is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it happens unwillingly and unconsciously a lot, but right. you know you stop the conversation there.
2: Okay, you're right. just looking for that excitement of uh, of the flirtiness, right?
6: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But without the guilt.
2: Right. <laughs> so are you are you married? Or are you dating? Uh,
6: engaged. engaged.
2: Engaged. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Great okay, you were, start. Yeah. <laughs> Should have said no. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the call. Thanks, guys. Bye, love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Podcast.
2: Uh, A couple of texts we're getting. I think dating in your 20s is fun, but I'm 40, and seeing what's out there gives me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. How people portray themselves on a dating app is nothing like what they are in person, and I regret even getting a babysitter and leaving my house. I tell my friends, stay married. Wow. That comes to us from Rhea.
4: Wow, that person's got a lot of friends who are contemplating not being married? (laughs) Jeez. That's a hell of a friend group. There's a place
2: in this world where both lifestyles can coexist. It's called Swingers Clubs. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Duncan said here, I'd love to date my wife again, as if we are without kids, because I felt we moved so quick. So we never really got to enjoy our, quote, single time together.
4: Oh, that's another angle to this. Like, do you want to go back before your sort of life got complicated with the person you're currently with and go back and start dating them again? That's interesting.
2: Another person wrote, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying to have a hall pass every weekend. (laughs) Every, <laughs> <laughs> I've been with my husband for eleven years. Uh, I mean, like once a decade. <laughs> uh,
4: like, okay, so not like not like long weekends, right?
2: Uh, line two, go ahead. <laughs> I have lots to say.
4: <laughs> okay, Oh, girl, let's dish. You got lots of time. So it was uh, according to a new poll. They said that ten percent of married people, although they love their spouse they secretly wish that they could be single again so they could experience dating.
8: Absolutely.
4: Really, huh? Why is that?
8: Okay, so I've been married a long time. I got married really young. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, my girls are doing the Tinder thing. They're in their late 20s and early 30s. Mm -hmm. And I see their struggles. I feel for them. But when you have been married for a long time, and Deepa, this is for you, right now, you're fresh, you're still in that honeymoon stage and then that seven-year itch comes and you make it over that flash forward 25 30 years people you're gonna change your mind oh,
2: damn <laughs>
7: wow <laughs> wow
8: um it's wow. just life gets so comfortable and for women especially i mean i'm a, a different generation but the generation of men in, in my age group didn't do what I did. I worked, I took care of the kids, I took care of my aging parents, I did everything. Mm-hmm. So I never had time for myself. But now I have time for myself and I find I'm thinking I was so young and I didn't know what I was doing. And now I know what I'm doing.
2: Right. And so I- you would just take all this knowledge that you have now, go back and utilize it to your advantage.
8: Oh, absolutely, because I know what I'm looking for this
4: time. I I, I fully understand a lot of the the, the people that are calling in. I fully understand that when life happens and you are with somebody for a long time and, you know, you have all the the sort of wonderful things that come with having a partner, but you also have the sort of things that you got to deal with on a regular basis. And a lot of those things aren't sexy, right? And, no they're not and and nobody can deny the incredible feeling of having somebody look at you with no other intention of just ripping off every single piece of clothing you're wearing i'm right? getting warm okay and 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 that is the only intention so 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 we don't get those looks that often in life after a certain point. And, and, you know, I understand missing that. I fully do. Fully do. And you sound like you need those eyes. You just miss those eyes.
8: Well, let me tell you something. I think I look really good now, better than I've ever looked in my life because I'm actually taking care of myself now. Yeah. I get the looks a lot. Ooh, girl. Girl. It feels great. It's amazing because yeah. I didn't realize that I had this kind of power.
4: You do. Damn, girl. We got to stop this. Con- I think we're putting you on a road to, to an affair. We got to <laughs> gotta stop this conversation. <laughs>
2: no comment. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you and we love you so much. Bye, guys. Take care.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
2: Did you see? Actually, no, you didn't. I know for a fact oh. that you didn't. <laughs> There's this music video that dropped. On Friday. Okay. By this dance hall singer named Shansia. And Meg The Stallion is in the video as well. Oh no. It is probably the filthiest music video. Oh
4: no. And one of the
2: filthiest songs oh, I've ever no. heard in my entire life. I didn't even get through watching the full video.
4: Okay. So we, there's no chance of, like, there's no sort of version of this song that is ever going to be acceptable for us to even attempt to play. No, no, but, no, no. Oh. I
2: can't, I can't. No, 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 Not no, even, no. like, the okay. edited version is clean enough for us to, okay. to play.
4: What is the name of the song?
2: The song is simply titled Lick.
4: Oh, Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay? Yeah. So... It is up there as one of the filthiest songs I've ever heard. Oh, man. And the video is just so wild. Okay. And so filthy. Oh, wow. I can't even put it into words.
4: Is this the kind of video that, like, people are going to send around to each other and be like, just drop what you're doing right now and watch this video? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So if you can't put it into words, Deepa's going to have to then. (laughs) Deepa? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Do you have your what? email open?
1: Yeah, I have it open. Okay, okay. open
2: your email. I just okay. emailed you yeah. a link. I need okay. you to click on the link, and when the video starts playing, I need you to start describing what you are seeing on your screen.
4: We can't play the song or the video, Deepa. Um, and so because we sort of want to do the story, we need you to sort of narrate um, what's happening in the video. No. <laughs>
1: And it's loading. Oh, no, guys. I knew the song was coming out. <laughs> oh, this is going to be dirty. <laughs> okay. Megan the Stallion licking her lips. Shen walking in some really high heel. Oh, tongues everywhere. Oh, my God. Butts. <laughs> really big, really big jiggly butts. Oh my god! Oh my god, guys, it's way too many butts. I can't. I need the lol here so he can look at this me. <laughs> oh my oh, god! I have never seen butts jiggle so much in my life. Shansia does have a really big butt. <laughs> Now she's on the floor gyrating. There's a lollipop where her <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. And there's a tongue <laughs> <laughs> They're twerking on each other. Oh, okay. I think that's the point of this music video. There's a lot of jiggly butts and lots of nudity.
4: I I don't know who that person is. I don't know that track. And Mocha was just sort of saying that like it's impossible to even describe what was going on. Right, because there's no way we can play that song on the radio, so thank you. No. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was hard. They were on ice cream cones, there was licking, there was butt jiggling and twerking and
4: well, how would you rate the video Lollipop though? Give us give us like your, your final your final rating of that video.
1: Out of what? Out of ten?
4: Out of like going to hell, not going to hell.
1: <laughs> going to hell for eternity.
0: <laughs> thank you, Deepa. <D-pop. laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: I was looking into this Wordle thing because I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, Deepa, can you explain Wordle to me real quick?
1: Yeah, I can't believe that you haven't played this
4: yet. So No, I'll tell you, but before you you explain to me what it is, because I actually don't know. um, I just did like two seconds of research because I always assume that whenever something like this comes out, whenever there's a new Wordle, Mm -hmm. that it's simply designed to backdoor your info. Right. That there's some nefarious reason, you know, what country owns Wordle, who put it together and, you know, geo like tracking your location and all just like Pokemon (laughs) Go and just like TikTok and all these other things that make me nervous. right like who's actually behind it but it turns out it was just a guy who made it for his wife and then (laughs) seriously and then his name is Wardle w-a-r-d-l-e but he made the game called Wordle. but I I just see it posted everywhere and to me it's a square with black green and yellow squares like I don't know (laughs) what the game is what is this game Deepa
1: okay it's really easy so every day you have six tries to guess a five-letter word so the puzzle is released at midnight every day and everybody gets the same word in the entire world, right? Okay. So every time you guess a word, the, the blocks change color. So if your letters turn green, that means that your letters are in the correct spot. Uh, if your letters turn yellow, that means the word has those letters, but you've put them in the wrong place. If they're gray, the word doesn't have those letters at all. So you have six tries to guess the word and then you can share your results to see like, you know, who in your family gets it in the shortest amount of tries and that sort of thing. And, it's a really intense game. And it do causes. You and your, do
4: you and your husband fights. do this?
1: Yes, all the time. It causes fights in our house every single day because we are super competitive. And now we've gotten to the point where we barter services to try to like get letters Excuse from me. each other. Excuse me. Yeah, like so. For example, if for some reason I know like the law has three green letters, I'm like, okay, dude, here's the thing: I will do the dishes for an entire week if you tell me what those three letters are, and then we'll sit and argue for about an hour to oh, an hour. so and you a guys half.
2: play like against each other? You're not sitting like, yeah. on the uh, same
4: computer trying to figure no. it out together.
1: No, we played against uh, each other every single day. Yeah, and, that's the best way to do it. And
4: more, Ma- you post this every day, Maury, right? I don't know but I don't like I, I try only when that, I, I only when I get it right. Only oh okay. <laughs> so many times you post I posted once. Yeah. <laughs> this so but everybody who plays Wordle gets the same word, right? Yeah, yeah. it's on God. A, when you go to the website. It's this, not like it's,
5: everybody plays the same round. Bro,
4: this to me sounds like a spoilers paradise. No, don't please Roz, no, don't. Roz, do Roz, that. don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Roz, I mean? the like if, if somebody you. if somebody who like some early risers solved it first thing, just text it to me. And if I'm having a bad mood that day, I may spoil Wordle no, for no, no. so many people that would never mess i'm <laughs> Trying to protect you, I'm Liz. not going to spoil day. Wordle. You're ah, I can handle everything. You would totally
2: spoil. Don't even say I'm not going to. The look not. in your eye. You're going to spoil every single <laughs> but <it's, laughs> day. But
4: it's tempting, though, right? Like I can't be the only. <laughs> <laughs> do people spoil it on social media? Like, do people just go out of their way no. to say what the Wordle word is? I haven't done that yet. they don't. He's going to be wrong. They're not. gonna think like you, man. They're not savage like you. No, but I'm just. I'm not. Savage enough to actually do that.
2: Um, yeah, you're no, spoiling no, no, your no, thing.
4: No, no, not first thing in the morning. I would never spoil it first thing in the morning. Um, but I can't, Shem but, got today's Shem. You, what was the word? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: <laughs> wow, do you play Wordle,
2: Mocha? Nah, you know what this nah, thing? Nah, nah, no, no, I, no, I do no. know yeah. of it. It's yeah. just it's gonna. I don't have that kind of time. Right. And from no what, offense to anybody that spends time on it.
4: But anyway, what I wanted to say about Wordle was, um, from all of my research, it's not Russian.
5: No, it's a cute story. It's actually okay. a cute story. It, yeah,
4: it's a cute. Yeah, it's a cute story. But I assumed I. I always assume the worst when there's something new and popular, right? right? I always do. Like Vladimir and, Putin's what, behind it. Exactly. And yeah. he's got all your info. A hundred percent. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: Did You do your Wordle today? No, did you? No, not yet. Oh, you going to? I did it yesterday. Yeah, I haven't decided yet because I oh. here's. You know when you. You know when you out of the gate you do something. Uh huh. And then you're really good at it. (laughs) Okay. So I only saw yesterday people complaining of how terrible yesterday's Wordle was. Mm -hmm. And what was the word? What's that? Can I say the the word? Yeah. Now you can. Yeah, now now I can, right? Knoll. Knoll. Yeah, K-N-O-L-L.
5: Who would ever get that and that's not a word? Use it in a sentence.
4: Um, uh, Obviously, you don't know a lot of things. JFK was said to have been assassinated by a gunman in the grassy Knoll. Is that what Noel is? <sighs> okay. You just said design cents.
2: You got it in three, three tries, right? Three. Yeah. And you get a total of what? Five attempts. Six. Six attempts.
4: Six attempts. Okay. Um, Did
2: either of you guys get it? So more you used
5: up all six and you didn't yeah. get it,
2: Shem? Yeah, I got it in four. Four. Oh, okay.
4: I'm yeah.
5: doing today's as we speak.
4: Roxy got it in five. Catherine got it in six. Mm. Um, so, so here's how I got it because people were looking at my thing being like, I don't understand how you got it. So, um, my first word yesterday was brick. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I got the K, the K was in the wrong spot. Here's where it all came together for me. My second word was skull. Okay. Okay. And then, so what I knew was it told me that the last two letters of the Wordle word were LL. Okay, and I already had a K. And
2: you just have to figure out. And where I to knew put that K.
4: there's, I, I, there wasn't going to be a word that ended in K L L, and most likely it wasn't going to go vowel K vowel L L because what the hell word is that? So I knew it had to start with a K, and then at that point I only needed to figure out what the two letters were, mm-hmm. and I took a shot at null. Right, it's that okay. easy, Maury. Okay, well, I'm having a hard time. I, I was I was not listening
5: to you. I'm doing oh, today's. Was, oh. j- do it when we're not I'm talking on the radio, you man. You said,
2: have you done today's Wordle?
5: Yeah. Which reminded me to do today's Wordle. Now
2: we are working. Yeah. So you can Wordle <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. when the show is done. You can work. work workle? <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. Get back to work. Later. I thought
4: this was very important. Okay. okay yeah. Well, this is workle time. Okay? okay. Can I tell you where I'm at? No, no. No, absolutely no, not. No, we don't want to. How many lines are you at right now? I'm, I'm on this third attempt. I'm on my third attempt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. You're
2: know I mean? you asking to get back to work. <laughs> yeah. And here's the
5: thing. Yeah. Half of my letters are orange. So I have three of the right letters in the wrong places. So
4: half of your letter. Do you know how this even works, Mocha? <laughs> yeah, I do. You do? Oh, uh, okay, cool. So half of your letters are what? I'm s- in the wrong place. Oh, so that's not bad, though. Right, so I'll tell you. You, sh- you should I- be able to figure that out. No, no, D- no, don't, no don't, say don't, don't say anything. It's, okay. it's way too early to start spoiling people. No, I wasn't spoiling. I was get, trying to get your help. No, I don't. You know, you're know, you not going to get my... Listen, man, it's it's a five-letter word. You get <laughs> six tries. It's supposed to be fun. You don't, like, start trolling co-workers for help. You know it's a I mean? team effort. Is it, though? Anyway, get, it back, really? get, back,
2: get back to workle,
4: please. And
0: thank you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
4: Maury out here cheating at Wordle. What? Maury out here cheating at Wordle. You're not. You're not doing the Wordle thing. I think Moke is doing it in secret and just doesn't send it to the group chat.
2: I don't play Wordle. I
4: know. I know you don't. You I did not cheat. On. By the way. Yeah. So I
5: was standing in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> standing in front of the mirror. <laughs>
4: it's so okay, weird. We like. We're gonna get to some detail about this more. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know when that detail is gonna be needed.
5: <laughs> Never. I just like to sort of paint the picture.
4: Okay, so um, so Shem, you were the first on Wordle this morning, right? I was. You were, and you got it uh, in, in, three. in three. Congratulations for you. Thank you very much. What's
2: it out of again? Six. 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 Okay. It's
4: not bad. Three out of six, right? And so Shem, you got uh, one green, one yellow in line one. You got one yellow and two green in line two, and then you nailed it in line three. So congratulations that on means. that. Thank
2: you. What's green and so, yellow?
4: Okay, so uh, there's five letters in the word. Okay. Yes. So you start off by typing any word you want that's five letters, right? Okay. And then if one of the letters in the word that you typed is in the final answer in the same spot, you get a green box. If one of okay. the letters in that word is in the final word, but not in that same spot, it becomes yellow, right? So you sort of just oh, like. so you know that it's somewhere that. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Shem, you did very well. Hmm. And then, uh, and then so Maury, first of all, Maury didn't show his work because Maury didn't posted the proper way sure his no, no no but you didn't post it the proper way more you took a screen grab of your phone and then took a picture of it and then wrote your own caption above it you didn't actually send oh. through oh, then i'll send
5: you the then i'll send you right now my work
4: so so i what i want to see maury is i want to see your work like i want to see the words that there you, you go. wrote okay. to you right okay. now so maury got none On his first line, he got one green on his second line, and then he got a green and a yellow, and then on his fifth line, he got all five. Let me just see your work here, There you go. Okay. Morrie cheats at everything. Yeah, but I
2: didn't cheat at this. Uh, This looks like you cheated. Yeah. How do you go? Okay, without, (laughs) because I'm not going to spoil it, right? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. But how do you go from that second word to that third word and get it correct? can like I and,
4: exactly and can I just tell you because I know the Such way I know the, I know the way Maury's brain works right it's true, you do okay look at the first like so look at the the, the actual like the clue right like what the word of the day is right mocha uh, okay I see that? So, so you see it in the group chat it's it's the one where all the letters are in green this is so boring for people but we have to have this out about wordle because Maury's cheating and and, and, am, and soiling first of the all, group just chat for everybody listening I'm not cheating. okay okay so you see the word right yeah you see it okay okay the way Maury's brain works, okay, is m- the first two letters of that word, right? Maury would spend a weekend realizing that those first two letters go together in a word like that. Your brain, your brain does not put those first those first two letters together on the third line.
5: Okay, so yeah. t- to go through my work.
4: Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going once through. Once I work. got
5: a green, yeah, then I'm like, okay what else and then i so i got an orange and then i figured where could it go then i just started putting things in and then deleting them putting them things in and then deleting them until i saw what could be a word mm-hmm. i was prepared to not do well
2: mm-hmm. oh so you are allowed to put like spell out a word and not submit it i yeah. thought Correct. when you yeah. fill all five no no you have it. to hit
4: enter you have to hit enter
2: okay okay yeah. okay okay yeah
4: i don't know this is a this looks to me right like somebody who googled the answer and then filled out the first two lines of what yeah, they I just don't know thought. why you can't
2: be proud of me <laughs> look Shep, so Chef sent through through his work and i can see how yeah. he was able to figure out figure right out the, yes like more, yes. I swear, man. <laughs> yes. Looking at my just comparison, knowing, dude, just knowing me here, for the you amount of years
5: you've so hard. But, here, no, I'm gonna, but put aside how you know I cheat on everything else and just be proud of
4: this. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, it's Wordle. I'm not going to be proud of you. <laughs>
7: okay.
4: Here, now I'm going to send through my work, Mocha. Okay, okay. You take a look at my work and oh, you can you can clearly see, can see how I got there. Obviously. Oh, yeah, yes. For sure.
2: Right. Are we wrong, Chef? Nick oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Right?
5: Dude. So out of all three of us, no one. To myself that I didn't cheat I'm the most proud of me Because I did the the, I got it in the least Amount of tries No but you you It it doesn't make sense
4: Though to me Like That's
5: why it's shocking It's award winning
2: (laughs) Roz's attempts And And figuring it out Makes sense Okay. Like they Makes would print sense. mine does any-
4: at, at home. They would print mine and put mine on the fridge. Okay. Does this? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, does anybody out there, uh, it's, it's like anybody else having this in their group chat with Wordle where you, ha- you have, a, you, you have a, you have a, you have a cheater amongst you. Cause I can't imagine we're the only group chat who share Wordle where there's a cheater among us.
5: How would I have cheated at that hour? At when, that hour, when <laughs> Everyone else is awake in the house?
4: Amari, <laughs> believe me, believe me. I, you could, you're a twenty four seven cheater, bro.
2: <laughs>
0: but not on like this. Not, are, not, no, I <laughs> take mortal very seriously.
2: <laughs> no, you take cheating
0: very seriously. Uh, the Ros and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
2: Man, I feel real bad for all these Adele fans who flew out to Vegas this past weekend for uh, her opening weekend Vegas residency. And then yeah. it gets canceled, like, last minute.
4: Yeah, and some people knew, and then they still just went on the Vegas trip anyway. Um, but there's one guy who started exploding on TikTok over the weekend because he was actually on the plane heading to Vegas, still thinking that he was going to see Adele and only found out on the plane that the show was canceled. And then he went on TikTok, and then Adele saw the video, and then Adele reached out to him, and then he and fans on up FaceTiming with Adele. Like, it's a crazy story. Uh, James Mason Fox, welcome to the Moga Show. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, how are you? Good, man. Um,
9: so what? Are, like you and Adele, best friends now? We're best friends. We're hanging out right now. Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the I had the craziest weekend ever. Like one for the books, for sure.
4: Is this not in some way better than going to the actual show? Oh, a hundred percent. Like okay. I spent
9: so much money on this trip, and I would do it a thousand times over. I mean. I guess, like, for me, what happens in Vegas, I'll tell everyone for the rest of my life.
4: Like, <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what happened. So you were what? You, you got, how early on did you manage to get tickets to this Adele show, and how much did you pay for them?
9: Oh, I'm a super fan, so I didn't pay, like, scalper prices. I had that pre-sale code. I still paid 700 bucks, but it was a great seat. Oof. And I, it hit me so hard when I found out because I was on the plane, the door shut. I was, like, stuck going to Vegas. Um, so it's just been the crazy, I have no words. Like it's the craziest experience of my life. So you're
2: on the plane. You find out Adele cancels the concert. There's no way to get off the plane. You're heading to Vegas in your mind, in that moment, what's your plan? You're going to get off the plane and uh, try to book a flight home. Or are you still going to check into your hotel and hang out in Vegas for the weekend?
9: So it's my first time in Vegas. So I'm like, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to get very drunk. <laughs> and, and for the night, Thursday night, I'm just going to mourn the Adele concert, um, and then Friday, all this happened, and she messaged me, and it was just the craziest thing ever. I'm going to hold it above, like, all of my friends forever. They'll be like, I got married, and I'm going to be like, I don't care. I, I talked to Adele." adult.
4: <laughs> so, so which message did she respond to, or did she just DM you?
9: I have no idea, to be honest, but the only one that makes sense to me is a TikTok that I made kind of complaining <laughs> about it. I was like, I just want more information, and then – Um, I wake up from a nap and it's like, Adele wants to send you a message. And I was like, okay, this is spam. And I like set my phone down and I keep getting ready (laughs) and, and like, I check it after I get ready and I was like, hold up. There's a blue check mark.
4: (laughs) Okay. So, and you were in Vegas alone, right? Like you didn't bring anybody with you?
9: No. Yeah. It was a, I'm a super fan. And for me, it was just a, a, like a little self trip. This is going to be like the best thing ever. And it, it's just
4: I have no words. So Adele wrote you, uh, uh, James, it's Adele. I am so sorry. If you're still here at 6 p.m., my store in the middle of Caesars Palace Casino, just outside the entrance to the Coliseum, is opening up still. It's not just a shop. There are fun, nostalgic things in there. My career nods to the moments, da-da-da-da-da. There will be people I work with in there to chat about what everything is and uh, give you a gift uh, from me also. I hope you can make it. Uh, Again, I am so sorry. And then you wrote her back being like, ah, oh, my queen. And then uh, did you want proof, though? Like, even though there's a blue check mark and everything else, like, you did, like, you still sort of need verification that it's not somebody in, a, like, in team Adele, that it actually is Adele, right?
9: Exactly. Like, any Adele superfan knows that she always talks about how she's locked out of her socials and her team runs it. So yeah. I was like, this is still cool, but I know it's not Adele. And then she responds with a voice message to like clarify that it's her, and I just lose it.
2: Yeah, and uh, and here's what that message sounded like.
10: Yes, it is. It's me.
2: <laughs> so then you're in Vegas. The Adele concert's canceled. You still decide to go to Caesars to the uh, to the Adele shop. You get there. It's you and like what ten other people inside the store, and
9: you're shopping around. What happens next? So I'm just chatting with the cashier, having fun, just like shaking. I'm so excited. And I just turn, and she's in my face, like on FaceTime. Someone's holding her up. And then immediately, like, <laughs> out of like, 10 or 15 of us that were in there, it's just mass hysteria, and we just start, like, all, like, crying. We're like... This is Adele, and she's crying, and we're saying, like, it's okay, it's okay, we forgive you,
4: like, it's all good. What happens now?
9: You know, I don't know. I'm trying to take this promo, like, promote my single coming out. <laughs> no, oh,
4: damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might as well, bro. Did you, did you send your single? I'm dismissed. Do you have a single or no?
9: I do. It's you come do. out February 11th.
4: So did you send it to Adele already?
9: I did, and she heart-reacted it. Oh, Whoa. damn. Look at you, bro. Oh,
4: all right. Yeah
9: so i don't know if she clicked it or what but oh maybe it's just like heart like confirmation that i received the song right 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 so yeah i can die happy this is like the voice memo is going to play at my funeral it's going to be fun
2: um (laughs) have you uh respond like have you tried to keep the chat going in (laughs) on instagram on dms
9: the only thing i've sent was that she hasn't seen yet i sent like a little video of me showing her all the merch i got um, because I, I still, even though obviously I've spent a lot of money on the trip, I still, of course, bought a lot of stuff in the pop-up shop. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and, um, so I wanted to show her everything and just, um, Tell her thank you one
4: more time. Wow, man. Um, so you are the one of the super fans that uh, you went solo to Vegas, found out Adele's show was canceled while you were on the plane to Vegas. You started uh, sort of chronicling your night on TikTok. Adele saw it. She messaged you, and then you wound up FaceTiming with Adele and sending Adele via DM uh, your new single. So, again, I don't know what you spent in total on this trip, but... You got a deal.
9: I did. And I would do it all over again. It was just the coolest experience of my life. It's crazy.
2: Damn. James Mason Fox. We appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much for joining
9: us on the Raza Mocha show. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Okay. You too, man. Right oh, on, Hey,
2: man. real quick, real quick. If anyone wants to check out your single, like Adele may not put it out there on her own Instagram, but, uh, we'll shout it out. What's the name of your single ones it come out again?
9: Hey, it's called whatever you want. And it comes out February 11th. It's very Adele esque. <laughs> you can check it out on TikTok. Um announcement soon on James Mason Fox at TikTok. There you go. Thank you, brother. You take care, man. Thank you. Y'all have a good one.
0: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice
9: can you guys give me?
3: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
2: Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Sierra. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha.
3: Hey, how are you? Doing
2: good. How are you today?
11: Oh, you know, I've been better.
2: Yeah, what's going on?
11: Why won't he put a ring on it? Oh, <laughs> I
4: why won't he put a Sierra's ring on it? Sierra's big mad right now. Uh, hey, it's uh, I you wrote have us-
11: No idea,
4: Sierra. You wrote us this. Ransomoka fixed my life. I've been with my boyfriend for four years. I'm waiting for a ring, and he claims it's not a priority right now. We have two kids together. We own a home. Uh, we're quite young, and I just simply don't understand why the person I want to spend the rest of my life with doesn't feel I am a, quote, priority.
2: Hey, Sierra, have you said those exact words to your boyfriend?
11: Yes, I have, and I have gotten those exact words right back to me.
4: Okay, so explain this to me. So is it a reluctance to get married Or are you not a priority? Because I think that those two things are two different things, but you may be conflating them.
11: No. So the words I got specifically were, it's just not a priority to me right now. Okay,
4: it's just not a priority. It's not you're not a priority.
11: Right. Now, I
2: wonder, is he looking at it from a financial standpoint? Like, is he under the assumption that marriage or getting married means ceremony, big party, money 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 being spent
11: you know i honestly do believe that because we have had that talk several times however i have made the point explicitly clear that i don't want nor need that right now i -hmm. just want the gesture i just want the knowledge to know that that is the plan for our future or that is what you want or we see the same things for ourselves
4: what what, when you do talk about marriage specifically what where does his reluctance based around
11: that's a very good question i don't really know it seems like so we talk in the kind of broader sense of like a general wedding type thing like what we would want for decorations or who'd want there and things like that but when it comes to the actual proposal like the actual question Mm -hmm. um it, it just kind of goes off topic. He goes quiet. He kind of laughs it off.
4: Have you ever thought so, about proposing to him?
11: Oh, yes, several times. But here's the thing. Uh, I actually, that's what I do for work. I do, I, I set up proposals for other people. I own a business. So oh, I don't no, yeah. have wow. to do that for myself. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. I do that for everybody else. And I feel like I've given so many, you know, like hints and clues and little ideas that it shouldn't really be... A problem or an issue, you know, like, oh, she did it for this person. I could do it for her. She likes that. You've been together how long? Four years. It'll be four years in May.
4: And you have two kids together.
11: Yes, a two and a half year old son and a one year old daughter.
4: You own a house. So you're a family, right? Like Yeah. Okay. So how can why are you so reluctant to just sit down and have a straight up conversation with your partner
11: we have so the thing is you were you hit it right on the notes with the financial thing you know obviously being young owning a house and having two kids finances grow and grow and grow and that i completely understand we're in this together however i don't need a big fancy ring i don't need like i said a wedding right now or even within the next two to three years i just want to know that that person that i love that i created this family with created this life with Wants to continue, and when I try to sit him down, I think it just kind of gets, gets him a little nervous, thinking that I'm trying to pressure him. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to pressure him because I I know men; they're they're just kind of gonna push it off.
4: Yeah, I, I will say I will say this: the the question that you need answered right is you need to sit down and you need to figure out if his reluctance is to have a wedding or if his reluctance is to be married. Because those are two different things.
11: That's a very good point. I didn't even think about that. Because I
4: I think you're talking in terms of a wedding, which you can then understand, hey, we don't have the money for it. It's going to put us in the hole. Is it really the smart thing to do? People have gone broke over this stuff. It can easily get out of hand. So if his reluctance is towards a wedding, you guys can deal with that. But you need to know if his reluctance is towards being married.
11: Well, are you guys really out here fixing people's lives, eh? Right? (laughs) The
2: one thing that you said in your note to us, right, is I don't understand why the person I want to spend the rest of my life with doesn't feel like I'm a priority. Has he ever said to you in your conversations, Sierra, you are the woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with?
4: No. That's why you need to ask that question. Because if his reluctance, if he's if he's reluctant with you, but he's framing it as financials around a wedding, that's something that you need to discover. Like is the
2: relationship good? You guys good? Everything's amazing?
11: Yeah, we're we're good. We're oh, okay. great. We're, we have we're we're very we're very good partners. We talk a lot. We're very dependent on each other but not like in that way like you know what I mean? Like sure. in, in a relationship like he's my best friend. And when I have an issue, I go to him and vice versa. We argue a little bit over stupid things, but I mean, who doesn't? It never gets out of hand or anything like that. Mm. We are great parents to our kids. Our kids love being all of us well, yeah we have a great relationship okay. and a great friendship that's why i'm very confused
4: so yeah. you need to you need to figure that out you need to ask that question because if if his reluctance is towards a wedding and not necessarily being married you guys could be married in a week
11: true yeah very true i've brought up the the topic of honestly just going to the courthouse and you know just getting a marriage license and Just doing that. But I, I, number one, I don't want that. Number two, I know he doesn't want that. And number three, he just lost it off. So I, again, just kind of dropped the topic.
4: So ask that, ask that question then find out, find out what this actually is. If he's, if he's not interested in being married, or if he's not interested in having a wedding. Find out where the hesitancy is, and then you can move forward from there. That
2: sounds so great. Thank you so much, guys. You got it, Sierra. Sending you so much love. You sound like a like a great person. You are doing you're out here doing good things.
4: Uh, like great person, little pushy, but like a <laughs> great a great. Person. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: come on, man. Four years,
4: two kids, a house, a mortgage. No, yeah. I. You got to. You have a. You you have a. You got to sit down with your person and have a like an adult conversation. And uh, and if you guys have the relationship that you say you do, which sounds awesome, by the way, uh, it should be a piece of cake.
2: All right. Piece of wedding cake.
11: <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Sierra. You guys <laughs> are great. Thank you so much, guys.
2: <laughs>
4: Love you. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Ras and mochas fix my life
11: on KISS.
4: Hey, uh, damn it, Maury. I'm just going through the weather here. I know, my oh, God. Oh, my God, because people were, oh, my God. My, I can't check right. my messages when it's cold out now. I've Why? gotten
5: more DMs than I ever have in life.
4: So you know the deal with uh, Maury and the lasagna, right? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the deal was if you if, if you're new to, if you're new to this if you're new to this. Um, a few years ago, I made Maury lasagna, and he kept begging me for another one. And he would always, like, hit me up, like, in August. Hey, can you make me a lasagna? And it was just so inappropriate. Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants to cook or eat a big, giant lasagna in August, right? Too hot. I certainly didn't. It was too hot, right? Yeah. Uh, and I had said that if we get to five, next time we hit five days in a row where the temperature is consistently below zero, you'll get your lasagna. And it turns out we've gone years now where we've not had five consistent days in a row where the temperature stays below zero we've had three we've had two a whole bunch of times but five was very rare in the last couple of years which just hasn't happened and maury thought he had it down on lock last week and then we checked the actual sort of government mandated official weather and we didn't hit five days in a row last week and it was very disappointing for maury right
5: uh, tra- like uh, devastating. <laughs> <laughs> devastating
4: What? First of all, Maury, what is it about the lasagna? Do you just want this now at a spite or do you actually no, like the no, lasagna? No, no,
5: honestly, like if it was okay, I would just move on But your lasagna, there, honestly, there's something
2: about your buttery meat <laughs> That I okay. just love I don't think he puts butter in
4: it <laughs> Yeah, I do, I put a lot of butter See? in it Do you it. really? Yeah, yeah, oh, wow yeah, yeah. No, I'm telling you, you. there's something Actually, about doesn't it doesn't
12: surprise
2: me <laughs> that Maury
4: would be able to pick up butter <laughs> in a meal <laughs> Okay Yeah, so the buttery, meaty lasagna yeah <laughs> okay and then so what we have was last thursday where there was a high uh in toronto of uh the high was minus 7.3 and then on the yeah. 21st which was friday the high was minus 8.9 yeah then uh-huh. the 22nd on saturday yeah. minus 3.8 yeah and then uh yesterday minus 4.1 so more. if so if today wow. if we stay below zero all uh-huh. day today yeah then uh then maury finally gets wow. his bloody lasagna but stop dming me people At okay Weston, I, I get way, it
2: like now, what's I, the presentation gonna be like
4: What do you mean? What's the presentation going to be like? Lasagna. It's going to look like a lasagna more.
5: No, but like, is it in a nice Tupperware and a gift bag? In a Tupperware? It cooks (laughs) in the oven.
2: (laughs) A gift bag?
7: Yeah.
5: He's gonna
2: so scoop it out of the dish from the oven and just toss it in a gift bag. Yes. Yeah. So, like, nice tissue
4: paper. Yeah. Part? I'm gonna bring you the I'm gonna bring you the whole lasagna in on a tea towel and just put it down in front of you, more you <laughs> Like I'll just. <laughs> and now we feast. Yeah. So so no you utensils. okay? So you can stop me. you can stop DMing me, okay? And I'm not trying to fight this. Like I will legitimately yeah. make more a lasagna if we give oh. five days in a row. I so, love that your
5: girlfriend actually also wow. posted. The weather on her. Uh, like people sent me screen grabs uh, yes. of Catherine's
4: yes. Insta story. I know, I know. Okay, oh, wow. so so I will. Catherine's I will make on, it. On I, I have Marie. no. I have no problem making it. I'm not trying to get out of making it. But you know, a deal is a deal. And Yo, how uh, many so, are you gonna make though? What's that? How many are you gonna make? Why? I'm not making you one too. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> No. No. Oh, oh, Shem, you want one? Oh, well, yeah. yo, Shem, you want? Yeah. Shem, like lasagna? <laughs> What's yo, so wait, okay, okay, suddenly I'm a store, yo, right?
2: You already, <laughs> yeah. you already have the ingredients, right?
4: Man, I'm going to need to get more gift bags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: podcast. Did you go to the grocery store yesterday, Roz? I sure did. Did you go the day before that? I sure did. Day before
4: that? Yes, sir.
2: In any of those visits, have you purchased... The ingredients to make a tasty lasagna. I know.
4: I know. No, I have not. You have all this time, man. It's, bro, I'm not making... I told... Okay.
2: The lasagna saga continues on the Raza Mocha Show.
4: Yes. Okay. more
2: out here in these streets hungry.
4: So it's looking like... So I've been inundated now with people sending me the weather forecasts for the last five, six days, whatever it is, because we thought last week that I owed more lasagna. And then I went through the actual like climate.weather.gc.ca. Like it doesn't get more official than that. Looking for five days in a row. And uh, we didn't hit it because there was one day where, like, the high was, like, 0.3, like, Mm. plus 0.3. Oh,
2: man, you were, like, really hanging on.
4: Right? I know. (laughs) I'm a stickler, man. Like, I have no problem making the bloody lasagna, okay? But... Sounds like you do. No, but I just want it it to be accurate. Oh, I had a dream about your
5: lasagna and that you hid money in it. (laughs) (laughs) Like a child's birthday cake? No, like jail.
4: (laughs) Oh. 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 That's weird. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so you were so you had a dream where you were incarcerated. (laughs) That's the story right there. (laughs) Poor Matthew. Um, (laughs) R.I.P. So uh, let me go through the weather here because everybody's been sending me the 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 temperatures for like the last little while. Okay, so on the nineteenth, it was uh, the high was actually plus four point six, and then the twentieth. It was minus 7.3 on the 21st it was minus 8.9 on the 22nd it was minus 3.8 on the 23rd it was minus 4.1 on the 24th it was minus 3.8 and Mm -hmm. there we hit five days and then on the 25th it was minus 5.4 so we've actually been one two three four five six days now
2: and you've been to the the grocery store so many times you still haven't
4: bought no 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 but i said oh my god you have it with you now no i said i'm not going to make this during the week okay uh-huh. like i'm not going no, home no, no. but i'm not saying after... to make
2: the the lasagna during the week right right but you know you're gonna have to make it just buy the ingredients now
4: you want me to make Moria lasagna on sunday with meat i bought on the previous monday no it has to be fresh <laughs> That's That's that doesn't sound smart to me
2: I mean, That doesn't sound... You're not leaving it on the hood of your car while no, you're driving.
4: No, no, right? no. I mean... The reason
2: why I bring this up yeah, is not to ahead. rub it in or like to be like, hey, friendly reminder. Yeah. It's because the discussion uh, in the condo where the Damits live, Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, okay. have started already. And the excitement is, oh. is at a level 100 right now. Listen to this. Matthew, what do you want, you <laughs> <laughs>
5: are you prepared for the news? We are getting, you and I are getting lasagna from Roz.
2: Oh my god, I actually can't wait. No joke. No, it's so freaking good. I remember that. He sent it in like a... stop It was like, was it stop or La Crusette? I remember stop. It was a nice...
13: Dish, I kept it. Yeah.
2: And you know what? It was even a better lasagna. And so it was better than anything I've bought at
5: the store. So because it's been in the minuses for five consecutive days, you and I
2: Good. are gonna be gifted a lasagna. Oh, oh my god. Yes, Roz. Gift us more than one, please. It was
9: actually really great. More than one. <laughs> it's better than anything I've ever tasted in terms of like lasagna. We will get Roz's meat. I want Roz's meat.
4: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are <laughs> very excited. Yeah, you'll get your bloody lasagna. They okay? are very especially yes. if it's so in the
5: minuses excited. for ten days. Do we get two? no?
4: You don't. No, that's not the deal. Stop trying to change New the rules. New deal alert. No, this. Oh my a... god. Yes, Roz. I want Roz's meat. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys make it weird. It's a bloody lasagna for God's sake.
2: <laughs> they are the ones that are right? super excited. I know. Oh my
4: god. Yes, Roz. I want Roz's meat. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> You guys are the all of you. You too, Mocha. So you're going to you're the grocery the worst. store today. Yeah.
2: You better buy the ingredients for the lasagna.
4: No, it's going to happen on the weekend. That's a weekend. Do you project. need me to Uber eats it to you? What Uber eats me? What, what a lasagna, <laughs> and then I'll just like, <laughs> yeah.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: Entertainment Weekly put together a list of the best TV show theme songs since 2000. Oh, Okay. God, I don't even know what came out of dudes. Like, I guess most of the most things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because we're because you know, you're not going to get like the classic, like, you're not going to get Golden Girls, you're not going to get Cheers, Friends, like all those shows.
7: Okay.
4: Um, so this is 2000 plus, and okay. there's a couple I agree with, a couple I don't. So, I will, um, I'll play the track for you, okay? Yeah. Starting at number 10, you tell me, first of all. Um, if you know what show it's from And then if you agree in its placement Okay? Okay So here is number 10 of the best TV show theme song since uh, 2000
7: Hey girl Whatcha doing? Hey girl No idea? Are you Can I guess?
4: Yeah Is it uh, Gossip Girl? No Oh, I don't know that Who's that girl? It's Jess. Jess. So oh, no, no idea. Jess. No.
7: <laughs> that
4: was her character's name, Jesse. That, that was her, no. It's no. That's new girl.
2: Oh, new girl. I actually okay. quite
4: like that song. It's I sung quite, by Zoe Deschanel. It is. Yeah, star of the show and singer of the show's theme song. Uh, here we go. at Number nine. Uh, I used to love this song and the show. Oh,
2: This is um. Uh, True Blood Yes Good for you And uh, you know what Never seen an episode Really But I know the song Yeah Because
4: yeah. I think we used to Play it on the show All the time yeah. Right yeah. I used to Really like this Do you watch the show Sham? I don't you No You didn't never? Never. I'm not into no. vampires bro. No <laughs> <laughs> Okay That was uh, That was Number like That was the Number uh, Number eight Stop reading ahead Maury um, Here we go Classic Oh, Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ooh. I think that this should be way higher. As far as an iconic theme goes, uh-huh. cuz this song is memed like crazy. Yeah. Right? Like um, this is an iconic theme song as iconic as I would say Another show other where I haven't seen a single episode. You haven't. Uh-huh. You would
2: love it. Dude,
4: you would love it. As a fan of Seinfeld and The Office and all that stuff, my god, you would love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, never watched an episode of this show, not even one single one really no
2: hold on don't tell me
4: never seen an episode I actually I don't, don't know. Like, I actually don't like this theme song I don't know. Uh do you know it? Do you know what, Maury? Of Is course it course Mad Madman? Yeah, it's Madman. Oh, I was yeah. going to
2: say Mad, man, I yeah. So Madman oh, at number
4: 7 on the list of the most iconic uh, theme show TV show should've theme songs from uh 2000. Uh, at number 6 is a theme for Gilmore Girls, which I quite like. At number 5 is Oh, here, you'll know this one. Okay. Game of Thrones. Yes, Game of Thrones. Never seen oh, a single episode. Okay. At number 4, which I think should be at number 1,
2: Oh, yeah, The Office.
4: Right. And, and it's crazy because no lyrics in the song. I would say this theme song, like, as iconic as any. As iconic as a theme to Cheers, Friends, everything. More yeah.
2: iconic than Curb?
4: Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. actually
2: one. Yeah. I love the show. My favorite show. Yeah. I don't think it deserves number one, maybe number two. There's one more that I think should be it. Oh. number one that I haven't heard just yet.
4: Okay, so here is number three.
10: Oh, yes. Succession. oh Succession! You know, yeah, Succession.
4: I dislike this theme song so much. Oh, I really? fast forward through it. No, what? yeah. I I, I I like the show Succession. Yeah. I hate the opening. The show
5: was way too long.
4: I think this yeah. uh, theme song I is amazing. Mean, you do, huh? Yeah. yeah. Don't, I you're, you're binging. Maybe too long. Maybe, maybe it's not the song. I just I I really quite dislike the opening of that show. Really? Yeah. I don't. And I'm a big fan of it. like. There's a lot of oh. show openings that I will not skip.
2: Yes. Okay. So the song I love. Yeah. The visuals for the opening yeah i hate
4: yeah yeah i, I think it's a terrible it's opening and maybe maybe i'm throwing the song out with that uh, okay now we get to the top two these are again entertainment weekly put together the best tv show theme song since 2000 so here's number two mocha Oh, the
2: OC Okay, wow, (laughs) wow,
4: you nailed that fast, huh? I was just thinking about that show the other day And uh, number one, let's see if you're right Wait,
2: but the OC, OC more iconic than The Office?
6: Yeah, I I know I don't agree with
4: that Okay, so here we go at number one
2: a new york job making dough but it made me blue What the hell is this
4: mm-hmm. a lot, so You I know what is this to show to What the? brand new branding thousand new
6: career It happens to be where Josh lives but that's not why Oh I can be- I guess
2: Yeah because the voice sounds familiar Yeah uh Marvelous Mrs Mazel? No No,
4: no. Oh. A show called Crazy Ex Girlfriend
10: What
8: No I'm not I never
4: heard of this She's show in my life star- No no. And we're Sopranos
2: Oh well, Sopranos actually started in like 99
5: yeah. so, I we'll so with the OC, do you think it was higher up Because radio stations used to actually play that song?
4: Yeah, I guess Maybe? I guess And also no uh, Sons of Anarchy on there oh, That show had a great theme song yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah There's a lot that are missing But anyway, so uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Which is sung by the cast of the show Is the, according to Entertainment Weekly The best TV show theme song since 2000 <laughs>
2: The Roz and Mocha Show
0: podcast.
2: podcast. Roz, you're going to get a kick out of this. Go. Somebody on Reddit asked Boomers, what's something today's youth would never understand?
4: What is something today's youths would never
2: understand? And the replies to this were hysterical. For example, calling the movie theater to hear the recording with the movie times on it.
4: Yeah. There's that.
2: I didn't even know that was a thing. You didn't? Uh uh.
4: You don't remember having to call? No. Oh, yeah. What it wasn't called? It was something movie phone. No, it wasn't not in Canada, it wasn't movie phone. It was something else. Movie phone was in the U.S. It was something else in Canada. But yeah, you would call and it was like, for this theater, press one. For this theater, press two. For this movie, press one. And then they would give you the showtimes.
2: I always thought it was just like in the newspapers or something.
4: Yeah, you could do that. Oh, but okay. um But, you know, then you had to buy a newspaper, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone said, uh, because we didn't always have cell phones, people could not always get a hold of you and it was a good thing.
4: We used to make uh, fake collect calls. So if oh. I so if I was meeting a friend, yeah, right, and I was like going to a bar, we we're gonna meet at a bar. And if I got there, what I would do, and if, and if they weren't there, I would go to a payphone. And when you go to a payphone and you make a collect call, you have to record your voice. Uh-huh. And so when it, when you get the, get the call, it says, Hey, you have a collect call from, and then it would say Roz, And then you would hit one to accept or two to decline. So you would go to a payphone if I had no quarters on me and I would make a collect call. And when it said, record your voice, I would go, it's Roz. I'm at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, so you would get the call where it's like, you have a collect call from it. Surround him at the bar, and uh, then and then you would hit de- and then you would hit decline, right? And then you would know to come and meet me.
2: Okay, cheat the system. That was texting. Uh, again, somebody uh, asked uh, boomers, "What's something today's youth would never understand?" Opening up the newspaper to look at the TV guide to see what was on that night, Ugh. and not another, being able to record it. Another. Ugh. Well, here's the thing. Another person wrote, "If there were two shows on TV at the same time that day, <sighs> you had to make a choice. There was no such thing as like." VCR on demand, nothing like that.
4: Yeah, we, well, I mean, that, um, for boomers, yes, because they're older, but you would have to record one in one room and watch one in another room. And then when that show was over, you'd have to go to that first room, grab the VHS and bring it to the TV room.
2: <laughs> another person wrote, OMG, smoking everywhere in theaters, on planes, in the offices, hospitals, trains, restaurants, school. Uh, and then the outrage when it was finally banned. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, people lost their minds.
2: When they couldn't smoke indoors? Yes. Or like in anywhere? Yeah. Um, the excitement of going to a video rental store on the weekends to pick out a movie. Actually picking one out was just as exciting as watching the movie. That was
5: my favorite thing to do with my dad. Yeah.
2: Uh, someone else wrote memorizing phone numbers? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's only two numbers that I know that I could recall like immediately, yeah. which actually three. Uh, my home phone number, like my parents' phone number, Jenna's phone number, and then your girlfriend, Catherine.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Another person. <laughs> You're such a jackass, <laughs> man. <laughs> that ain't right. Why you gotta bring that up? Like, that's not even on topic right now. Raj, do you even know Catherine? No, we're talking about something completely differently. Shut up, Maury. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um- Somebody else wrote, in a bar or at a party, you could dance on a table naked and do the craziest stuff. The next morning, you could categorically deny that it ever happened. And no one, absolutely no one could ever show you a video on their phone that it actually happened. Yep. Uh, someone else wrote, being stuck on a toilet for a little bit and reading the shampoo bottles, packages on bars of soap, and whatever else might be within grabbing distance of the toilet. You didn't have a phone to entertain you.
4: I had a friend that had a bookshelf full of books in yeah, the bathroom. I was going to say, some bathrooms what? looked like libraries. Like yeah. they had a magazine rack and bookshelves and everything.
2: And finally, uh, somebody asked Boomers, what's something today's youth would never understand? getting in your vehicle and driving to your friend's house to see if they were home. No cell phones. <laughs> gas was cheap. Driving was freedom. Yes, that's you no true. Way, yeah. No other way of getting a hold of them, right? No, what about the you.
5: fact that you, back, I guess, for boomers, you weren't able to leave the room if you were on the phone. You had to stay in one room. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, hell yeah.
4: Yeah, you had to share a phone. Imagine sharing a phone.
2: Yo, I remember my mom had... Um, oh, Man had like a super long ass cord, like oh,
4: uh, one of those, the, the
2: telephone cord that could stretch all the way to like the front yeah. of the house. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What the hell are you doing?
1: <laughs> I lost a bet at the, the law, so I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Deepa. Why did you take so long? I was doing that for like a minute. <laughs>
2: Deepa's on Microsoft Teams right now. <laughs> She's at home and her camera's on and you're doing some ridiculous dance. I have no idea what that was. So what happened? Oh, my gosh. Why were you doing that? Okay,
1: so we just to like just to spice up our married life we like to do bets here and there oh
4: wow um, so spicy <laughs> newlyweds very, so based on your spicy. dance did you lose or did he lose
1: <laughs> what do you think roz
4: <laughs> okay
2: so okay to spice I, up your marriage I, lost. Right? I lost. <laughs> six yeah. months into okay. being married yeah, i know you guys <laughs> jesus you bet each other so what was the bet that you had to dance in front of us like on camera
1: yeah so it's a game called odds where you like say the odds are 10. And then you count to three. And right after three, you have to say a number between one and 10. And if you say the same number, um, then the person who said odds has lost the bet. So I lost last night. He was like, Hey, let's do something fun. Let's play odds. And I was like, sure. I don't really want to. And he's like, if you lose tomorrow, when you go to work, you have to do the most ridiculous dance and just shake your legs back and forth until somebody sees you. So that's what I had to do. And I did it for like two minutes and no one was paying <laughs> attention to me. Oh, I was I I'm attention. sweating.
2: <laughs> Ross was paying attention. We oh, paying you a- were? <laughs> <laughs> we just wa- I just wanted to wait till till you yeah. finished whatever it was you were doing. And right. also, can I just say, that wasn't the first time you did that today. All right. I saw when you did oh, it, have
1: it earlier. You seen it before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. The so law. like, he was standing in the corner of the kitchen with his timer on, just looking, and he's like, no one's seen you? <laughs> like, I don't know.
4: Like, I just, uh, honestly, I just thought you were doing your own thing over there, yeah. right? Like, You're entertaining yourself until yeah. we got on the radio. Like, I didn't, I, I honestly, I didn't say anything because I didn't think that something like that was for my benefit. Because I just, like, I didn't I didn't understand what's going on. I don't know what your morning routine is. Maybe, maybe that's just something you do. Like
1: Wait. So yeah. how many times?
4: How many times did you see me do that? We watched the whole time, but I just didn't think I had any. I didn't yeah. think it was any of my business. So far
2: on the show today, prior to us bringing this up, so you did it like now, right? For two minutes that we were watching. Yeah. And then we saw like there was two other times that you did it from when the show started. Oh my God,
3: <laughs> guys.
2: So. so so we got, we got three performances from you. Yeah. Guys.
1: Yeah. yeah. I literally, Tubby, yeah, thank you. My kitten was on my lap. I had to throw him off just so I could get up and do this to get your attention. We, so.
2: we saw that too. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
2: Isn't marriage fun?
1: It's great, guys. <laughs>
4: did it, but did it work? Is your, is your marriage more spicy now?
1: Very. Okay, good. Can't wait to see
3: what happens later today.
0: <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My
4: Life. What
2: advice can you guys give me?
3: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
2: Roz and Mocha got you. Okay, Michelle. You reached out to us for a reason. What's going
4: on in your life?
14: I am seven months pregnant, and I found out two weeks ago, my husband has been having a four month long affair.
4: Oh my God. So you wrote us this, um, Rosamol fixed fix my life. How do I cope? I've left him and I'm living with my parents now. I'm in therapy and doing everything I possibly can for my heartache and depression. My parents are really supportive, But I'm really scared about having to do the newborn stage without a partner. My heart is destroyed. Uh, We were together for eight years again. How do I move past this so I can be there for my new baby?
2: First baby? First baby. So how
4: did you end up finding out that he was cheating?
2: So we just
14: got married in October. Oh, damn. And a week after the wedding, he said that he wasn't feeling emotionally connected to me. So I said, you know, like, as much as I love you, I don't want to be in a marriage without love. Mm -hmm. So I offered, like, we could get separated, we could get a divorce, but he said, no, he wanted to stay and work on things. So we started to do weekly couples counseling. So for three months, weekly couples therapy, and then he started pulling away and then it started to be, oh, I'm not in love with you anymore. And He just kept saying it was, like, some of the things that he went through in childhood Mm -hmm. that made him pull away from me. But he didn't even want to, like, rub my belly or go baby shopping. After New Year's, I became really, really depressed. And I always offered him, like, if you want to go, that's fine. Like, I can go home to my parents. I don't want to live like this. It's not good for the baby. It's not good for me. Mm -hmm. And he was always like, no, like, and he would pull me back in with hope and he would say, no, I want to work on things. Anyways, I reached my breaking point about two weeks ago, and that's when I found a lot of detailed emails.
2: Just based on the timeline. So you were already pregnant when you guys got married in October. Exactly. But he started this relationship with her a month in before. September.
14: I was taking my first trimester from like August to September and we were preparing for the wedding. And, you know, I like to check in with him because he is my partner. Like, you know, he seemed a bit stressed and I would ask him, oh, like, are you okay? And he would always say it was work.
4: How long had you been together before you got married?
14: Seven years.
4: Seven years. Mm. So, and what was life like during those seven years? Were you guys, like, romantic? Was it an awesome relationship? Or or what happened?
14: We've always had a healthy relationship. Um, A lot of our friends are completely shocked and devastated because they didn't see this coming at all, just like I did it.
4: Did he not want a baby?
14: He wanted a baby.
4: But did he want a baby with you? Yeah.
14: Yeah. It, I'm not the type of person who would like force people to do things.
4: No, right? no, 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 no. Nobody's nobody's saying that. But obviously, like, yeah. and I don't know what the childhood trauma that he was, you know, describing to you that he didn't want to talk about. I don't know what any of that stuff is. Uh, and it could be it could be really serious, and he could need to work, you know, through that on his own. But oftentimes, when you get to a point where you are going to have to do a lot of work and if he felt like he was getting to the point where there's some things in his past that he was going to have to confront in order to move on and become a great dad and be the husband that you you know you need and be there for the kid and everything else Uh, that's a lot of work and oftentimes it's terrifying and um it's it's not an easy place to be it's mandatory you have to go through it but you don't want to go through it and then at the first opportunity you get to sort of go back to be that other guy to go be that guy that doesn't feel anything, to go be that guy that doesn't have to deal with all the stuff from the childhood. Uh, That guy feels great always. And it's really easy to live that guy's life. And, you know, that's when affairs happen, right? Right. Um, you know, and, and and you are a sort of reminder of all the work he had to do. And this girl is a reminder of how fun he used to be when he, you know, completely pretended that none of that existed and he didn't have to deal with any of it.
14: And you know what? You're so right because the emails, like they were, he was telling her he was in love with her, couldn't wait to spend the rest of his life together with her. Yeah. They were looking at condo lofts. They never spoke about the baby. Like she knew about the baby, and she actually met me.
4: He's going to go through all of this again with her, right? A hundred percent. Now, you guys, um, you guys do have a kid together, so you can't shut him out of the kid's life, right? Like you, no. there, there's just there's just things that you are going to have to now deal with.
14: It's just frustrating because it's like you planned a whole future with this other woman Mm -hmm. and now you're taking it all back. And then I'm going to have to look at you for the rest of my life. Like I've already spoken to lawyers and I understand like, It's called parenting planning now instead Mm -hmm. of custody. I know his legal rights and everything.
2: But you are doing the right thing by speaking to someone who's going to help you get through those emotions and help you get through those times that uh, you do have to see him because to us it sounds like you've already made up your mind. You don't want to be with this guy, but, you know, he still has to be in your life. I just, like, I wish...
14: You know, it's only been two weeks for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wish I could just give up that love. Like, and I don't know anybody else who's been in a situation like this. It's so rare. It's,
4: it's so soon, though, love. It's you your, mm-hmm. like, yes, it's fresh. Like, fresh, fresh, fresh. And you're pregnant. Um, and, and you know, yeah. you're, so you're, emotions on emotions, yeah, on emotions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. don't beat yourself up over this because you're still having, you know, feelings and still, you know, feeling like you're going through hell every time you step out of bed in the morning. Yeah. You're, do, you're doing all, you're doing all the right things. The, the only thing that you need to do moving forward is, uh, prioritize your well um, over everyone else's right now.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the best. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for reaching out.
14: Well, yeah, I also want to thank you guys. You really helped a bit sharing your perspective, and I just wanted you guys to know, like, at the hardest times, I listen to the podcast constantly on my way to work and my way home, and it really, really helps me kind of like, laugh and, and get through my situation, and so I really want to thank you guys.
2: Aw, well, we are sending you means the world a ton of love. Thank you for all your support.
14: Can you ask me the question?
4: Michelle,
2: between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
14: Roz. Of course
15: Why'd you
4: say it Like it hurt <laughs> It did
15: Because I feel bad For mocha Because I do like mocha
4: uh, Nobody feels bad For me when they say Mocha's their favorite <laughs> By the way <laughs>
2: Facts <laughs> And they know You're so tough That's why Michelle <laughs> you are too kind We love you lots
14: Thank you so much
2: Ros and mochas Fix my life
14: On Kiss
2: Uh oh Uh oh So It is Yes getting hard in here
15: very hard things very hard things rosin mocha's very hard things
4: ah very hard things this is where uh dammit maury and his husband dammit matthew are always tasked with uh describing something that seems simple enough. But when you actually have to break down how something works, why something is the way it is, things become very difficult. Um, we've asked them in the past uh, to uh, describe what color a mirror is, how fish breathe underwater. Mm, very hard. Very hard. Um, how sight works.
2: Oh, extremely hard.
4: Um, and when you actually have to sit there and go through things, you realize that there are just certain things that are very difficult to do that we just all assume they just are the way they are why would you need to know that Mm -hmm. so a month ago for christmas i sent dammit maury home with a puzzle and what this is it's a it's like four and a half five inches long thick metal puzzle with combination wheels on it rings on it (laughs) literally that is a very hard thing it is very hard (laughs) yes uh and it's it's letters not numbers and basically what this is is you have to try and uh, guess what the word is that goes across it Mm -hmm. and then when you open it up there's something inside. And I sent Dammit Maury home with this over the holidays to say, hey, can you and Matthew do this?
2: It's like a Wordle lockbox.
4: It's a Wordle lockbox. Thank you. (laughs) That's exactly what this is. It's a six-letter Wordle lockbox. And inside this is $100, Mm -hmm. right? And the clue that I gave them, six letters, the clue that I gave them was you can be one, you can become one, you can have one. Mm -hmm. They've now had this a month and haven't been able to open it yet.
2: <laughs> I said to
4: shake it to make sure the $100 is still in and, there.
2: And uh, what we originally learned is that, damn it, Matthew didn't believe that there was actually $100 right. in there.
4: So uh, give me one second. I'm just going to open it right now. Mm. X. Ooh.
2: Dude, don't say the letter. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> Look at Can oh, you turn my. a little bit to the left? <laughs> more shot up for a second. What's that? Thought- Can
4: you turn a little bit to the left? No, no. Maury. Stop peeking. Man. Stop peeking, more. Like just why not why not just get in the spirit of it and try and solve this your own self? I was you know for a I mean? month. I know. <laughs> a month is how long it's taken you. Okay, so. So here I opened it, uh-huh. and there's the hundred dollars. Just so oh, everybody knows, the hundred dollars is up. still is still in there. Really nice. You should okay. add another hundred because it's gonna, been a month. I'm gonna. <laughs> Too bad. The only thing I know how a hustle works, Maury. <laughs> okay, and then you can't hustle a hustler. Right. And then I take this and I put this right back in there like that, uh-huh. and then I close it up. Okay. Okay.
2: So damn it, Maury and damn it, Matthew, as you said, have had this uh, lockbox yes. for like a month. So again,
4: six letters, mm-hmm. and the clues I gave them were. You can be one, you can become one, you can have one.
2: So they've uh, continued with their attempts of figuring out what the word is.
4: Right, okay. Hello? Hello? Mm? Are you awake?
5: What?
7: <laughs> Are you
5: awake? What? What? Can we try another code in the lockbox? Code in the lockbox? For the $100. Not right now. Why not? I have it in my hand. No, Maury. Do you want me to come back in a little bit? C- can you please go, morning, please? Okay, go back to sleep. <laughs> Matthew, it's been a half hour. Are you awake now? <laughs> Are you awake now? What do you want, mine? Can we try a couple words for the thing? God, I don't, I don't care about that Throw that thing in the garbage. Oh. There's $100 in it. I don't believe there is. So can we try a couple more words? I am out of words. Okay, try parent. <laughs> <laughs> can we do this after no, now no. It's not parent, father.
9: Why would it be father? Why would it be anything? It's not father. <laughs> I
4: guess father that's how, how puzzles be- works. <laughs> Why would it be anything? A. <laughs> a oh <my> God, <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Come on, guys. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Is it six letters?
2: I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: orange. Hmm. Orange. Okay. Try orange.
5: Although it's not orange. Okay, try apple. Pear, plum, watermelons. Plum! I don't know. Do you not want this $100? I need a lot
9: more than $100. Oh. <laughs> okay, so again... Matt, it sounds
4: like Dan Matthew just like gave up. Oh, I, but does he not really believe more that there's $100 in there? I've shown you that there's $100 in there. No, I,
5: I told him he still doesn't believe it until it's
4: in his hand. Oh. Uh, so again, it's six letters. The clue is you can be one, you can become one, you can have one. Right, and it's been a month now, uh-huh. and Maury and Matthew still have not figured this out.
2: So guess what you're doing mm. for another month, damn, damn, Maury.
5: <laughs> you know what I'm afraid of? What that like for my birthday for next? I'm gonna end up with like so many lock boxes for every gift now.
4: Well, you don't get anything until you solve this. Oh. I'm not going to start stacking gifts,
5: <laughs> right? Matthew,
4: Matthew wanted to throw this one out. You yeah. think I'm going to start sending stuff home that winds up in the <laughs> trash? Don't worry about Matthew. It's me. me. Okay.
2: <laughs>
7: Woo! Very,
2: very hot things. Happy Baby. anniversary, everybody! Baby. Well, what are we anniversarying today? Today, ladies and gentlemen, is the one-week anniversary of the Great Blizzard of Ontario, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Feeling nostalgic, driving into work today. Okay. Were you?
4: Yeah, you missed it. Just a little bit. Wish we could go back. If I could turn back time.
2: Hashtag take me back. Take me back. <laughs> yeah, aren't
4: we supposed to get snow today too? Something like that.
2: Yeah, like a couple centimeters. Yeah. Actually, I believe there is. I shouldn't uh, discount this. Um, no, sorry, not two. Five to ten.
4: Oh, yeah. That's no joke.
2: And the snow is going to start around noon. There is a winter weather travel advisory. Yeah. So 5 to 10 centimeters. Even when I was coming in on the highway today, there were still plows and city uh, vehicles on the highway clearing some of the snow that they had just pushed off to the side.
4: Nothing should ever start around noon. What do you mean? It's not good. It's, it's, uh, it, I mean, you can't control the weather like I that. I know, though. but nothing should start around noon. And I don't—I don't mean just the weather. I mean, nothing should start around noon. Because there's nothing worse than when you drive into work and everything is just like A-OK. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have access to windows in the buildings that they work in, right?
2: For example, us. Yeah,
4: a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than having the day look completely different when you leave at the end of the day than it did when you got to work. Because it feels like you've been in more of a vortex than what maybe your regular work day gives you. Right. It's like you're walking into a different world. Like when you finish sure. your day, it should at least resemble the day you started. Like last it week. It shouldn't be completely different.
2: When we got hit with that blizzard, when we drove in, like the weather it was, was fine. Like it was okay. It wasn't as bad as it was once our day in the studio ended. Oh, once no. The chaos it was. No, 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 no. It was happened.
4: bad when I came
2: in. Oh, I, maybe because I, had... I leave a lot earlier than you do. Yeah, but, but it I'm, was it wasn't like it still it took me an additional fifteen minutes to get into work yeah. as opposed to taking me three and a half hours to get home. Right, yeah, that yeah. day.
4: But it still see it still started in the morning though. You just work different hours, correct? Right, like I don't know, I, I you know when you go to work, you should feel like you go to work, not a time machine or like not a like a teleportation device, right? Right. Because I even even in the summer too, like I don't like when you get these like crazy shifts in the summer where. You know, you go in in the morning and it's like you see the sun coming up. It's like real beautiful, everything else. And then when you leave work, it's cold and raining. Oh,
2: <laughs> like yeah. it sucks.
4: That's There's like nothing worse. A cruel joke yes, on you. you've
2: ruined, yeah, you, you've ruined you're in everything. A good mood. You're in a great mood. But you look forward to leaving yeah, for the day. You're going to enjoy the rest of the sunshine. Barbecue,
4: tan them cheeks. Yeah. Right? It's and not going to happen. like,
2: nah, <laughs> I got other plans for you.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like, I hate that feeling. But yeah, because we don't have windows here. Yeah. And I actually like that we don't have windows in the studio
2: oh really yeah I, I hate it you do yeah, yeah I, would I don't want to know i would rather have the uh the windows in here like our old studio we were like surrounded by windows I, yeah i
4: didn't like it it was great i, didn't like <sighs> I it.
2: loved it because then i knew what i was getting myself into no. when i left
4: i would rather not know that's one of those things i would rather not know i, I like i'd rather sort of while doing the show yes like my house the whole back of the house is all windows mm-hmm. but when we're in here i would much rather not have windows because it changes my mood, and I can't do anything about it, right? Like I'm fine to not be able to see outside.
2: Damn, amore! I
5: was just gonna say I like having windows because I don't like leaving and then it's a big surprise. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about, man. I don't like the big surprise. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: Hey, is John Ham the best pitch man out there right now? Yes, I love John Ham. You don't often get, I was trying to think, when was the last time you had a star that was sort of at John Hamm's level who consistently does, like, commercials for things? Yo, or, or allows himself to be, like, the, the pitch man. Like, who else Who else is there? Help me out here, Maury. Reynolds. What's that? Ryan Reynolds. No, but that's his own company, though. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do it. He does. He does all those commercials, right? Like that's sort of self-serving, right? Yeah, it's the only name I can come up with that does. Yeah, because John Ham, his Skip the Dishes campaign was just so the bloody first, good, like right? The
2: first, like the one when he's like working like out. He's and so top. good. Like he's yeah. just so good.
4: So I so Apple TV had John Hamm do uh, like I guess a commercial for them, and the whole hook of is the he on, well he's so. not, and that's the whole hook of the commercial is they got John Ham to do an Apple TV spot. Um, where all he does is complain uh, the fact that he's the only person who doesn't have a oh, show on, on, on Apple TV. And you know, he was like, <laughs> as soon as he read
2: that script or he got that idea thrown at him, he was all in. Yeah, so here's, listen to
4: this. Hey, Apple, did I do something to offend you? I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, Billie Eilish, I'm Holland, Chris Evans. <laughs> what about John Hamm?
13: You know what the happiest animal on earth is? Seriously, I
4: could have done Lasso. Goldfish. Be a goldfish, Sam. <laughs> what kind of advice is that? <laughs> Hanks! Listen, I just saw Finch. So good. And I saw that you, uh, you did another one there for Apple uh, Greyhound, too. That's fun. Seriously? Denzel, Francis McDormand, Momoa, Snoopy. Wow. Snoopy. And you turned it down? <laughs> I did. Jen and Reese... No John. Feels like a missed opportunity. Gah! Maybe on the next one, you and me can get if to... you
8: are satisfied with your message,
4: No, not two satisfied. <laughs> two Mahershalas. Kind of feels like cheating. <laughs> Could have cloned me. Literally everyone. Octavia Spencer. Will Ferrell. Paul Rudd. John Stewart. I mean, it just, it keeps going.
2: Now, do you think that this is a setup uh, for... Something that he's going to end up doing with Apple? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Or is this just straight up? I think this
4: is just straight up John Ham's funny and people like John Ham. Yeah. 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 Has he ever gone through a scandal or anything like that? Like, I don't remember it. John Ham, like, he's a pretty clean guy, right? Like, he's he's sort of. I was trying to think. I I don't know if I've ever really heard anybody say anything bad about John Mm Ham.
2: Like, the douchiest thing he's ever done was. Like the character he played well, in that's, bridesmaids.
4: That's the well. No, I th- I think the character he played in Madman. Oh, I guess yeah. Madman was Man. super yeah, 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 yeah. was super douchey, right? And so he has that going for him because even if he's a little bit nicer than his character in Madman, he's awesome, mm-hmm. right? You know what I like? You sort of most people you you play that kind of guy for that long, and people are like ew, uh, but he just he, he he became the exact opposite. He reminded me a lot of when everybody years ago started watching SNL, and I mean years ago, mm-hmm. when they found out Alec Baldwin was funny, because nobody ever thought Alec Baldwin was funny. Right. Right? And then when Alec Baldwin, like in that sort of 90s and, and early 2000s, started doing Saturday Night Live with Canteen Boy, with Adam Sandler and stuff like that, yep. like when people found out Alec Baldwin was funny, you were like, oh my God. And it was sort of the same thing with John Hamm, right? Like you found out like, like he's really, really funny. I'm trying to find my favorite John
2: Ham Skip the Dishes commercial. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the one. I wonder if it's the new one when they're
5: on the uh, the mountain.
2: No, but I'm just an ordinary Canadian guy that does ordinary Canadian <laughs> things like
0: chores. You're from St. Uh, Louis. The chopsticks, <laughs> Brandon. How we doing? My hands hurt.
9: Well, part of the job. Next task: order me one of my favorites from Skip the Dishes. Poutine. Poo what? <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> you're so American. <laughs> here,
7: then why do I love hockey? <laughs> Skip the dishes.
4: Yeah, yeah like he's, he's just so he's, his timing good. is his timing is yeah. so good. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is them setting something up for uh, John Hamm on Apple TV. But uh, other than that, I love that he's pissed off that snoopy got a show before he did.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
2: Yellow Jackets has become one of the breakaway TV shows this season that tells the story of a high school girls soccer team who survive a plane crash in the wilderness and then they got to survive to stay alive. Canadian born Kevin Alves is in the show and joins us right now. What's going on, dude?
13: I'm good, guys. I'm good. You guys, I listened to you guys growing up. So I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. That's
2: crazy. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for your support, bro.
13: No, no. I'm excited, and you guys. Uh, I I was used to you guys torturing Maury, so that
4: was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys set up this show. We have to get into this because I I love the show, but man, I'm like I have problems because <laughs> in, in the first two minutes. Okay, in the first two minutes of this show, okay, episode one, first two minutes of the show, you guys, sure. so, people are eating people. Okay. And then I'm going through every single episode of this show up until the finale, and I'm like, "When are you going to start eating people?" And you've to now t- you've turned me okay into somebody where I'm now dying to watch people eat people just because you've set this up in this show. When are we going to find out who gets eaten?
13: <laughs> well, um, I don't have that exact answer for you, but that was kind of the point. I think I think the point is we want you to uh, question your human nature. <laughs> and we want you to question how quickly yeah. you'd love to see someone get eaten. And <laughs> I think I think it's beautiful that we are making you think about Who you really wanna see get eaten is the best part, right? (laughs) Bro, at this point, Roz wants everybody
2: to be eaten because it's been set up. Uh, Since the season finale, have you been having to deal with questions or topics, uh, conversations like this similar to Roz? Are people reaching out to you on social, either publicly or DMing you, being like, bro, what the hell?
13: Oh, yeah, absolutely. People are like, okay, who's getting eaten? Who's the biggest question? And like the Reddit theories go nuts over who's the pit girl, as they call her. Yeah. Right, the yep. person at the beginning of the show that falls into the pit. There's like there's the most crazy theories, and then the other ones, like AQ, the antler queen, as they call it. Yep, um, the person with the antlers at the beginning, and like the theories go insane. A bunch of theories are that I'm antler queen, is the one I've heard now. Really, wow, <laughs> that drives, yeah, that's the newest now, one. Now, I heard. now, now, is that <laughs> surprising? Um. It's the way that the show sets it up that wouldn't set it up that way. But, you know, anything goes on our show in that sense. Right. They they give you a bunch of they give you a bunch of little little clues, but then they flip it over and they mess with you with the next episode with the same clue. So it's, um, you know, it's it's a show that definitely keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time.
4: I talked to uh, Sophie, who plays young Shauna on the show. And, Mocha, yeah. let me explain to you how much this show is not only messing with the audience, but messing with the actors on this show. Okay. So, one of the big questions yes, who is the antler queen? Who gets eaten? But also, what happens to Shauna's forest baby? Because Shauna's pregnant in the show, <gasps> right? No. So, that's one of the big mm-hmm. questions. And I'll tell you, this show is so messed up. When I was talking to Sophie, she is preparing to get a script that eventually says they eat the baby. No, she is yes, not. Yes, <laughs> oh, come yes, on. yes, she is. Yes. No because way. because was, there's no it, way there's we know winter is coming and there is no feasible way that a child would survive in those conditions so we sort of know that the child doesn't make it out but we don't know what happens to the kid and she's like and she's like do i eat the baby no there's no kevin (laughs) There is no way that that is going to happen on Yellow Jackets,
13: bro. Okay, so here's the thing. This has been an ongoing conversation about the baby throughout the entire shooting season one, once we found out that she was pregnant. Because you got to think about it, Mocha. Like, we're not well-fed. No. We're not – you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that this baby is coming out perfectly normal. If Yo, that man, happens. a baby's you know? not going to
2: give you the, the <laughs> nutrition that you need to survive. Stranded.
13: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know that, but <laughs> Travis and Shauna don't know that in the wilderness. Yo, Kevin Alves Who from
2: uh, Yellow Jackets on the Raza Moga show. What is it about this show that you like?
13: Oh, I I'm a huge fan of you know, Melanie, Tani, Christina Ricci, Juliet Lewis, like our whole future cast is like the I, I feel so lucky to be doing the show with them. And we knew that a bunch of them were signed on before I got signed on because they shot the pilot back in 2019. And my character got added in to the cast Mm. once the show got picked up so i didn't shoot the pilot with them for that month back in 2019 before lockdowns so i joined the show knowing who was in it already and that Mm. was it was really cool just the idea of putting those amazing actresses together to make this thing
4: um two questions because one i love yellow jackets and the other show that you're in which is so huge in in my house Uh, is Lock and Key, and my kid, my family loved Lock and Key. Uh, When is Yellow Jackets Season 2? Because we know that you guys have been renewed. When do you start shooting this? Like, how soon are we going to get some of these answers?
13: Um, So there's no official date for when we're starting to shoot. Huge talks are already happening as to, like, the whole timeline, I believe. Um, But Gary from Showtime, he's already Uh, come out and said that he'd like to keep uh, the same time of the year, if possible, for when we release season two, as we did for season one. So if that's the case and they stick to that plan, we could assume we're going to start shooting really soon. And we'd release probably end of the year, November, December.
2: Amazing. Uh, Kevin Alves, we appreciate your time. Thank you for making time for us on the Razamoka show. you know, you, you angered me a couple times <laughs> with uh,
7: <laughs>
2: with the answers that I, I, I was looking for that you didn't give, but we uh, we appreciate everything. No, and uh, Yellow Jackets is just amazing. You got people talking like crazy. Yeah. And, of course, everyone is uh, is waiting for season two, bro.
13: Thank you so much, guys. Have a great one. No, you too.
4: Man, you're great. Really appreciate it. Thank you.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
0: Podcast.
4: Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life.
0: Update.
2: Saina, how you doing? Welcome back to the Raz and Mocha show. Hey guys. So we talked to you back in November. How's it going? Okay,
4: so Hold on, hold on a second. I wanna let me just let me just go bring people back here for why we originally had you on Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life, okay? Okay, so you had written us. Uh, Have you ever had the commute for a dream job? I got a dream job in my field as a therapy assistant right out of placement. I finish up my master's right now in occupational therapy. It's an hour away with traffic, could be two hours for three days a week. I hate driving on the highway, but I think it's a great opportunity to get myself in the field before I finish school. I also built a rapport with my supervisor, and I don't want to say no help should I do it. And I recall both Mocha and I going off on you. Um, Because you had a huge problem with a one-hour commute three days a week. And we're thinking of letting this fantastic opportunity pass you by, right?
15: So when I submitted my FML, like you said, I was really struggling with taking on a job that involved me commuting for two hours total. But after thinking about it, it wasn't that I had to dedicate time towards the commute itself. It was really my anxieties with driving on the highway gotcha. and getting my G that were taking over and making me contemplate this opportunity.
2: Hmm. I will but, say, Sina, uh, after uh, your FML was was on the radio, uh, we got so many, like inundated with texts from people being like, "Yo, you need to take this job." One hour is like one hour one way is not that big of a deal.
4: So the right. the the highway anxiety that you have, describe that for people.
2: Um,
15: so I've I've gotten into a car accident before, but I've always just been a little bit traumatized with driving on the highway. So what happens to me is I'll be driving, and my legs just go numb or my body shuts down, and it's I it's very very hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: is it just like the amount that, of cars that are that are also on the highway, or is it the uh, the speed, or a combination of both?
15: I think it's a combination of both, and also just being traumatized from my. Um, accident that I got into yeah. before. So it, it, it just, like I said, it just took over. But, you know, after talking to you guys, you helped me understand the importance between taking on an opportunity for not just a job, right. But for the future of my career. Mm-hmm. So, I took the job. <laughs> yeah.
4: Nice. Okay. There so, we you, go. so you took the job, and what about what about the driving?
2: So I passed my D test. Hey. Good for you. Hey. Nice. Sick. And All there's right. There's more. There's more. There's
15: more. So now I'm in my last year for my master's, which, believe it or not, involves me driving two hours to Buffalo. So I'm doing that now. Wow. But, On the highway? On the highway? Yeah. Sick. That's amazing. <laughs> but the last thing was, I realized how much you guys helped me because. For the holidays, my boyfriend, who's a super fan of the show, made me a Razumoka plaque from the episode I was on. So it has the episode number, the play button, and it has the exact timestamp of when I told you guys I have anxiety with driving.
7: Oh, and then right
15: above that is a picture of me holding my G license after I passed. Oh, my God. So my Razumoka plaque helps me remember your advice and more so why I needed to overcome my anxiety. So I want to thank you guys so, 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 so much for helping me overcome this fear and giving me that push to pursue this opportunity that will lead me to my dream job.
4: You are the best. Uh, wow. the, the plaque is beautiful. So it's a it's mounted on a on a sort of like wooden stand and to describe describe it for people. It is uh it's like a plexiglass piece of like rectangle plexiglass that looks like uh, it's clear and it looks like what the phone looks like when you're listening to the Razamoka show podcast and even yeah. like the play button and the uh scroll at the bottom with like your your timestamp on it and your your boyfriend put that timestamp like the little Cursor thing exactly at the moment of the podcast where you appear and tell us all about this, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. it's that's so awesome. Congratulations on everything. Also,
2: shout out to your man. That's a yeah. keeper right there. I know he's
15: the best. He's the one who got me, you know, onto watching, watching, so listening to you guys. But yeah, he loves you guys so, 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 so much.
4: <laughs> I have to. Uh, I have to go for my full G in next month. Do you really? Yeah. Good luck. yeah. Hold on. You yeah. don't expect me to make you a plaque, do you? What's that? <laughs> you don't need me to make you a plaque, do you? No.
2: <laughs> i have to ask, sign up for, for a man's hookup. <laughs> uh, Are you nervous to get your G?
4: No. Uh, am I nervous? No, I'm not nervous, but I did realize that they. Uh, uh, because in, in, in this province anyway, they are so backlogged. There's like 450,000 tests that they're backlogged by. Yeah. So in order to get your G, they've actually started removing things from the test. Like, you you don't have to do <laughs> parallel parking on your G test oh, anymore. Really? No. No, because you would have had to have learned how to parallel park to get your G Yeah. So they, they took out stuff from your G two that you also have to repeat on your G. So from what I hear, it's a pretty bogus test. No. Now, I say that, I say that as I know now I'm going to be made an example of <laughs> yeah
7: you're right ruin it for everybody yeah
4: yeah but the problem though is that if you fail your G the way that it is right now you can fail as a lot of people do fail getting their license the first time it's uh-huh. totally normal right but you can't just go and rebook for like another month like if you fail your G now uh-huh. you're rebooking for 2023.
2: Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So don't ruin it for everyone.
4: Thank you. Right? right? That
2: that part that you said about it being bogus. Don't worry about it. That's what I'm going to timestamp on your flag. (laughs) Saina, we are so happy for you uh more than anything we are very very proud of you that is quite the accomplishment uh so happy and thrilled that you were able to overcome your fear you friggin did it you own the road you're doing it safely you got your dream job and you're just killing it right now you're amazing thank
15: you i love you guys so 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 much can't even you know, worth not in disguise how much I love you guys. Thank well, you. You, you are
2: one of the many people that Roz and I do this show for, so thank you. Uh, thank you. You have bye, a wonderful bye, day. Guys. Bye-bye, love. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. 22 year old Bria Sutton of the UK met her fiance Harley Webb while Harley was locked up he was in there for burglary not long after their first convo they became boyfriend girlfriend without even like meeting face to face and that meeting didn't actually take place for months and we have so many questions Bria welcome to the Ross and Mocha show how's it going?
16: Good, thank you. Uh,
2: congratulations on the engagement, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> Very good news. Very good news.
4: This is one of these stories where, I, like, how do you even meet and fall in love with a guy who's doing time? How, does, like, how do you guys even meet?
16: Um, it was literally through a friend. So my friend at the time, she was talking to someone else um, in the same prison, and that's how we got in contact. So she put me in contact with him that way. When I first went into it, I didn't think it would be anything serious. I thought it would just be to sort of pass the time for him, someone for him to talk to, um but obviously it's turned into this. So. so what
4: happens when you guys decide, like were you just so done with Tinder and online apps and, and dating through friends? Like what like, what happened that you guys then decided to maybe start reaching out to people in prison?
16: Um, so her, the, the person she was talking to, she'd already like been with him on the outside world. Oh, so gotcha. Mm. It was more of a friend that she just put me in, in touch with like that but it's because it was locked down and things like that i've never actually been on tinder or anything like that myself
2: so you start talking to harley who's locked up at the time and what what's the conversation like is it just like typical just getting to know each other and are you allowed to go and visit him
16: yeah so in the beginning i couldn't visit him i think it was about eight months into speaking because of the lockdown um they didn't have any prison visits on so i had to wait um that wasn't until may last year but yeah it. He just always ask about me. I've found a lot of the time when I talk to people, they just talk about themselves and would not ask about me. And that the first thing he ever did was ask me about myself. Tell him to tell him about myself. Um, and yeah, that's what kind of drew me to him in the beginning.
4: I can only imagine that your friends and family must have been some concerned.
16: In the beginning, it was quite difficult because my mum would say things like, "Oh, I don't understand how you can." like someone that you've not met or have developed feelings for someone that you know you've not been with um in the outside world but obviously if if you don't give it a chance and you never know so I just had to keep on going um obviously it was difficult in the beginning but as the time has gone on it's been a lot easier and they've obviously seen that it's been about 18 months now. So
4: when and you got labeled uh, uh people were calling you a gold digger. Um so when yeah. he, so when Harley was still in prison, he started sending you gifts, right?
7: Yeah.
4: And fairly uh, like a very like elaborate sort of expensive things. Um one, did you ask where he was getting that stuff or the money for that stuff from? Like were you concerned about that at all? And how did you feel about when people were calling you a gold digger?
16: So when he first started buying me these gifts, and things um it i knew that the money was coming from his dad his dad used to help him out a lot so i didn't really question it because he's um quite an older man and had a pension and, and things like that so I, I didn't really think oh i wonder where this is coming from so i, I didn't really like to you know i think that there was anything wrong with sure. where it'd come from
4: we saw the we saw the proposal right and yeah. the fireworks and, and everything else now a harley we know harley was in the joint for burglary right Puts the ring on your finger Beautiful ring, congratulations by the way thank you did you at any point just be like can i see the receipt for that
16: (laughs) (laughs) no because we actually went to get the ring together
4: okay okay okay
16: Okay. Okay. all right okay he he didn't actually have the ring that day um because he hadn't had time so where i've come down here on my own and obviously he's not got anyone here and he, he couldn't go out he just got out um wanted to do the fireworks and he said we'll go and get you a ring tomorrow so we, we went together to get it.
2: Mm, did you okay. ask to see the receipts for the fireworks? <laughs> <laughs>
16: so um my I'm friend just, was,
4: yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're fine you're fine you're <laughs> so, fine, you're so, fine. Korea,
2: so what happened uh, um I, we assume or tell us if we're wrong did, did harley meet your your mom did, did he get a chance to meet your family yet
16: he hasn't yet no um we're still quite far away from my hometown so it's not that like, easy for them to come up here but We're planning it and and hopefully soon.
4: Now, are you guys able to live together or does he have to live like close to like, I don't know if you have a parole officer or anything like that? Like what's your situation?
16: Yeah, it's similar. So he has to stay in a hostel for three to six months depending on his behavior. It's called probation here. And they'll review it every month. And then if he's behaving well, then they'll ease some of the restrictions he's got. But for now, he has to stay in the premises. So he's allowed out. Um, from seven in the morning and then has to go back in at seven at night so you
4: you as a young uh, you know obviously you know attractive woman if there are other young attractive women out there right now who are fed up with the sort of dating scene and covid's been hell on trying to find somebody and the apps we know are hell for a lot of people would you recommend that a young woman in your situation start maybe looking towards their local prisons
16: i would i mean it just all depends isn't it because obviously everyone's different but I feel like when people are in prison for quite a while, they appreciate things more and um, they just generally treat you a lot better. They're kinder, they're more caring. um, And obviously we got to know each other inside out before we'd actually, you know, been in in physical contact
4: did you did you make some sort of deal with harley uh, in order to to sort of like make sure that this relationship stays solid like when he got out did was there a conversation of like man like your days of being a burglar are done like if you get popped again i'm gone or like how how did that conversation happen Is he done with the life of crime now?
16: (laughs) He knows if he does anything else now, I won't be sticking around. What kind of Um, what
4: kind of stuff did he steal? Do you know? Did you ask?
16: Fishing tackle, jewelry, and cash machines, and parts of of cars, and things like that. And fireworks,
4: fireworks. (laughs) Come on, okay.
16: Another
4: (laughs) (laughs) fire. Well, Uh you
2: sound happy. Um, All the best to you, Bria, and. All the best to you and Harley. You found love, which is, you know, the one thing you were looking for. And you found it in an unconventional way. But again, you're happy, right?
16: Yeah, thank you.
2: And thank you very much for taking time to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show.
16: Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I've loved talking to you.
0: The Roz and Mocha
4: Show podcast.
16: Podcast.
4: Rolling. Mm. (laughs) Rolling, rolling. What is that? Who was that? Who sang that song? Rolling? Rolling. Was it? um... Oh, come on, dude. Nobody say anything. Who was that? It was a terrible band. I remember. Rolling, 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 rolling. Don't put Maury. your hand up, Maury. We're not. I'm not gonna go to you right now. I was gonna now. give you the next line. No, no, I don't need the next line because I, I don't care about the next line. Rolling, 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 rolling. It's a terrible song. Deepa, you're into this. I see.
1: It's an amazing song. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a terrible song. Rolling, rolling,
4: rolling. rolling, rolling you are gonna rolling. hate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I you do. Know, you I know what I knew it is. Immediately. Yeah. More am yeah. I gonna hate myself? Well, I'm wondering if I'm thinking of a different song. Yeah, I think you maybe you are. Rolling, and roll. white guy though, right? Yeah, yeah. Terrible band. Um, I'm gonna say oh, 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 it was um what call it there? The the guys there was that guy in the band and for a little while. They were the most popular band on earth, and then basically, like their record company handed them their entire record company and like let them shape the future music for a little while, and let them sign all their bands, and then everybody started to hate them, and then they faded real fast, and then you didn't ever, ever hear from them again. That's the band. That's... What was a name? Oh, that's not a name. Mm, ah, ah, um, 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 Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> was it Limp Bizkit? Hold on, listen to this. Listen. Deepa. Are you into Limp Bizkit Deepa? Yes, I am. Like oh I my know. god.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh yeah, Roland
7: That is so
4: aggressive. <laughs> roll rolling, rolling. Roll what? Yes! 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 Roll it, roll it, roll it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Deepa, you're into this?
1: Yeah, this is such a good
0: song. No, 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 no. Just stop,
4: stop lying though. Like, are you for real?
1: I'm for real like, right now. You are into
4: Limp Bizkit and stuff like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I don't think I would choose to listen to it now, but back in the day, 100%.
4: Really? So what? you, so yeah. you had like you in your bedroom as a kid with a Princess Jasmine collection, would like yes. be blasting Limp Bizkit?
12: You got it. Hiding from my
1: mommy, blasting limb.
4: <laughs> oh, like, wow. You had to hide limb biscuit from your mom?
1: You know, it, does, it doesn't It does sound like the most pleasant music. No. Uh, <laughs> no. So, one of my dirty little secrets growing up.
5: Was this song big in the gay bars, Maury? <laughs> uh, no, but this th- the song I was thinking of was. Oh, which was what? The theme song to Rawhide. <laughs> <laughs> rolling, 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 Rawhide.
4: No, that is not what I was stuck on. Wow. Uh, anywho. Anywho. Um, uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let's
2: do the news. <laughs> the Roz
0: and Mocha Show podcast.
2: News break.
4: Uh, Adele taking to social media last night in tears to let her fans know who have already flown to Las Vegas to catch her residency, which was supposed to start today.
10: Yeah.
4: This message.
10: Hi. Uh, um. Listen, I'm so sorry, but... um. My show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you. But we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID. They still are. And it's been impossible to finish the show. And I can't give you what I have right now. Um, And I'm gutted. I'm gutted. And I'm sorry it's so last minute. We've been awake for over 30 hours now trying to figure it out and we've run out of time and I'm so upset and I'm really embarrassed and I'm so sorry to everyone that's travelled again. I'm really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, We're on it. We're going to reschedule all of the dates. We're on it right now and I'm going to finish my show and I'm going to get it to where it's supposed to be Nervia, I'm so I'm so sorry. It's been impossible. We've been up against so much, and it just ain't ready. I'm really sorry.
4: Wow. Oof. Again, supposed to start today. So less than 24 hours before she was supposed to be on stage, she it's released one thing that, that, that to fans.
2: To, to reschedule your show, understandable. And understand the circumstances. Yeah. But for those people I feel bad for that had to... Book those flights. Well, that's Hotel, the, right? That's so the now, deal. Now you got a credit for an Adele show. You're going to have
4: to rebook a flight, rebook your hotel. Like, she will refund tickets this is the thing when residencies get canceled if Adele was just on tour Mm -hmm. and she was going to do New York City last night Toronto tonight whatever right yeah and she did a video saying hey I'm so sorry I got to cancel these shows Yeah, you get a refund or you hang on to your ticket for when it's rescheduled but residencies all those people are there yeah they traveled there Mm -hmm. so Adele can refund tickets to a postponed show but what do you do with flights And hotel. I know. Like that's a lot of money for people. Right? Sucks. That's I feel bad for it
0: though. I really do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
4: Uh meatloaf passed away. Man.
0: And I would do anything
4: for love.
7: Oh, I would do anything for love. This uh But I won't
4: do that. Ready for some rock and roll, Mocha?
2: Um, okay.
4: Meatloaf, what's up?
2: I know the song, yeah. right? Because I've heard it movies and stuff. Yes. Real stupid question. Yes. When he says, "I'll do anything for love, but I won't right. do that," yeah. What's that? I don't know. Oh, nobody knows. No, I don't know. Okay, so that's not like a dumb yeah. question. I mean, then- no,
4: it may be in the song, but like I'm a huge fan of Meatloaf, but I don't know. I don't know what that is. All I know is that we used to just, like, make jokes about it, right? Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, we won't do that, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, so this was one of his later songs, if you can even believe that. So uh, Meatloaf was 74 years old. Uh, his family released a statement saying, our hearts are broken to announce that the incomparable Meatloaf passed away tonight with his wife, Deborah by his side. Daughters Pearl and Amanda are um, and close friends have been with him throughout the past 24 hours. Uh, so incredibly, Meatloaf's first album... Which came out in 1977 Okay, mm-hmm. called Bad of Hell Which is where you know may know this song from I don't know if you do
2: What, this one? Yeah, Paradise by
4: be... the Dashboard Light Oh um...
2: well, I thing, as if it
4: only Do you know this song at all? You ever heard no. this track? Uh-uh. So The incredible story behind Meatloaf Because he was also an actor He was Bob Paulson in Fight Club Remember Bob with the boobs? that's meatloaf that's meatloaf yeah he did like 65 movies oh yeah he's a really he's a really accomplished actor but um so this album uh bad Eye to hell was meatloaf's first album and came out in 1977. so 43 million copies wow impressive debut album it's like one of the top selling albums of all time oh yeah it would be right those kind of numbers first album and it's just like so over the top right like it's all this right like everything is an opera Good morning. Good morning dancing in there. I'm sure. Hey, Shem, you ever seen somebody look more white than Maury right now? Never in <laughs> Never. my life. Yeah. No. It's wild. Yeah, I, I could
5: see paradise on a diash borla. Oh,
4: my yeah. goodness. I know. I'm doing a tri- it's so funny. I'm doing a tribute to Meatloaf here, and the looks on Mocha and Shem's face compared to the look on Maury's face, it's like if you ever need to know like just differences in culture, have a conversation <laughs> with Meatloaf with your brown friends. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> R.I.P.
4: Meatloaf. R.I.P. Meatloaf. He was a legend.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: Oh, my God. So, Kyle Lowry, okay, so was supposed to be back in Toronto. His ho- first, like, like big sort of home game, right?
2: Since being traded.
4: Since being traded. Is that the one coming up or was there already one? It's the no, one coming the up, one. right? This is
2: his first time back, first back in time Scotiabank back. Arena, but right. not In a Raptors jersey instead with his Miami Heat jersey. So
4: you were hoping that there would be some sort of big giant celebration. He's back. Lots of fans. Because it was really looking like it was going to be that for a while. And then they shut it all down. So when Kyle Lowry returns, um, there will be 500 fans allowed inside Scotiabank Arena. Okay. Okay. Um, which is kind of crap. But also the other thing that somebody had pointed out was that Kyle Lowry's return to Toronto is going to be the second game of a back-to-back. So what if they give him the night off?
2: Oh, they easily <laughs> could. I don't that's, think that...
4: That's what the speculation is. He may not come. Yeah. No,
2: I don't think that they will. You don't that- think so? No, that team means way too much to Kyle Lowry. If it's his first time back... Yeah, but then hold it
5: for when there's more people there for it to be the first time. No,
2: they're going to do a video tribute. Yeah, and all 500 of those fans are going to be on their feet, and he will. They'll give him the mic, maybe, and he'll say a couple of words for broadcast television for all of us fans to to watch (sighs) because we're still going to watch, of
4: course,
2: right? Yeah, I think Kyle Lowry is going to be on that court.
4: You think so? I think so. Okay, I think I
2: think the Raptors just mean way too much to him.
4: Yeah, do you want to bet? Like should we bet? Oh, okay. here We go. I say he's not going to be there. But no, no, no. Before you decide, okay. We already know that. Mm. Okay, so what is the bet then?
2: Five thousand bucks. Oh, I was going to say ten oh
4: dollars.
5: Five thousand dollars. I like no, no, ten bucks. Jeez, for five. For
2: five. For <laughs> no, Maury's face. Oh, like Maury Ma- 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 didn't think that I was going to take him up on I haven't paid
5: 5000 for anything okay. ever.
4: <laughs> How long would it take you, Maury, if you lost a bet to Mocha to come up with five grand?
5: Like 10 years. Like 10 years,
4: yeah. I would say, that, I would say that's most. I'm DMing know. him now. Please don't come. <laughs> right? I know Maury out there with a lead yeah. pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Hide in the hallways of Scotiabank <laughs> Arena. Yo,
0: Kyle. Okay? Kyle, turn around real quick. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
4: Uh, so Jamie Lynn Spears, part two of the Call Her Daddy podcast. Uh, this section of it was where they teased that she had text messages from Brittany that sort of clear her name, that exonerate her in the sort of all the back and forth. So uh, here is a that part where they go through what Brittany or what Jamie Lynn had on her phone from Brittany.
12: In the book you provide a text message that basically clears your name, Jamie Lynn. Yeah, and I wish that she would share that. Can you Read the text. Can you pull out your phone and read the text? I mean, why not? I mean, like, yeah. you know what? Everybody else gets to go on social media and say whatever the F way want. I might as well just actually say something truthful. And you're saying that you have a text from your sister that's clearing And, like, name. what breaks my heart is, like, we were talking about the kids and stuff. And, like, I thought things were cool. And then all of a sudden, like, the next day, I wake up to a f- hate message on social media. And I'm just like, what's going on? I think the most one that she says to me, I know it's not your fault. And I'm sorry for being so angry at you. Although I'm your big sister, I need you more than you need me and always have, which I feel like I've always needed her, but I don't understand how this could be said one minute. And then the next minute I'm like kind of being attacked on social media, but you know, like I just don't understand why even say this to me.
4: And then they get into the fact that uh, Brittany unfollowed her on. It's the biggest shade move you could pull. I know, on social. So here you go with that.
12: It's so painful for me to like feel the up and downs of like she'll message me. She's sorry. And that she knows I had nothing to do with this. And then we'll kind of like, you know, shoot the for a minute. And then like two days later, I'm like, I don't understand. And then she, you know. Won't talk to me for a while. And then I'll get a message that she's sending in stuff to the house. I'm like, I don't understand. And so on a whole nother level, what people need to understand is like, this is personally hard for me because this is a person I love who is like effing with my heart a little bit. And now my actual life. You have this text from your sister. You have these texts that you're showing. Me, and then she unfollows you on Instagram. Why did she unfollow you? For me, it felt like, why? Why would you want to give them another story to write about this? Did you ask her? no I'm not I don't I I can't at this point yeah engage in something that has become so unhealthy for me what good is that gonna do
4: and I know that she Jamie Lynn has a story to tell all of that stuff but she's trying to distance herself from saying that this is all about Britney or it's Britney's story, but just her reaction to, to, to Britney's story. And the one thing that was pointed out is Jamie Lynn Spears' book is 240 pages long. Mm-hmm. The word Britney and sister appear in that book, which is 240 pages long, 348 times. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> totally, your book should just be called The Book Is About Britney. Yeah. Yeah,
4: exactly.
0: The
2: Roz and Mocha
0: Show Podcast. Podcast.
4: Uh oh man, they're making a sequel to the Christmas story. You, you ever watch that movie? Mm-mm. The one with the Red Rider BB gun? The what? It's a classic. You've never seen a Christmas story? No. How have you never seen a Christmas story? Just never seen it. That's wild to me.
5: The one where they stick their tongue on the pole.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay. I, triple Dog Dare You? No, you've never seen you've For never what? seen a Christmas story. With a leg lamp? And what? Never okay, never mind. Wow. Okay. Really? So, yeah, no. I a leg lamp? Yeah. Okay, don't Hmm. worry about it. How can you celebrate Christmas and not have seen that? Yeah. Um, Also, so what's happening is they're making a sequel to it. So the movie came out in 1983, but it took place in like the 40s, I think. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Um, sounds,
2: Sounds real fun. Oh, my
4: God. Uh, Anyway, they're making a sequel And Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie in the movie uh, Is going to act as the producer for it He's the one who also acted as producer When they brought A Christmas Story to Broadway And adapted it as a musical Uh, Variety reports that the film will, quote uh, See an adult Ralphie return to his house on Cleveland Street To deliver his kids a magical Christmas Like the one he had growing up So exactly what you would expect from a Mm. sequel For a Christmas movie when everybody's all grown cool <laughs> yeah. it's not i'm not looking it's a classic okay I yeah, believe you. yeah how have you not even accidentally watched that movie that's I what i want to know do they like, show it on tv every year every, every year, year every year every channel like, i have never all the time.
2: ever when i turn on my rogers ignite yeah during the holidays yeah i have never seen in the guide uh what's it called a
4: christmas story a christmas story really i see
2: everything else i see christmas with the cranks I see Elf like a billion times. Yeah. A
4: Christmas story is in that world. So when you talk Christmas movies, right? Yeah. You have like Elf, um, I Scrooge. I see the Santa Claus. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas, like sort of those. Oh, that shows up okay. on my guide. But I'm going to tell you within that group, a Christmas story is in that group. This is a cult like, classic. It's not a like it's not a fringe film. Okay. Like it's a very mainstream, uh, very mainstream film. Oh, so film. not cult classic
2: then, more.
5: No, but everyone flocks to the house
4: every year. Like the actual house. Yeah, so it's popular.
2: Yeah, cult classic. Okay. It's not cult. You don't even know what cult classic means, man. No idea. <laughs> anyway, I can't wait for the sequel. Uh,
4: yeah, no, but I was going to say I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. Again. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
4: Uh, Andrew Garfield can uh, now officially add his name to the long list of Hollywood stars who have lied about appearing in superhero movies. Um, we've talked about this numerous times. Sorry, not Tom Holland. What's his name I'm looking for? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Um, Andrew Garfield, because Andrew Garfield, the, the the story was that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were going to be back in Spider-Man. Um, and spoiler alert, they were. Oh, man. Oh, stop it.
2: No, listen, can I just say? What? Up until when you mentioned it right now, yeah. I was still in the dark about everything that happened. In, How? Because I haven't watched a movie yet.
4: Yeah, but it's unavoidable, though. He's talking about it on Ellen.
2: Well, yeah, I know that now.
4: Oh, okay. Anyway, so spoiler because, alert.
2: Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Because if. Because <laughs> last month, and I actually believed
17: Andrew Garfield when he said this last month. It's Andrew Garfield playing Spider Man again. Yeah. Oh, you almost got me. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crying out loud. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the next movie because I I just love them.
4: Yeah. Okay. So, freaking liar. So everybody from Benedict Cumberbatch to Tatiana Maslany to uh, uh, Jason Momoa lied for years that he was Aquaman, mm-hmm. and then only be able to say it you know way long after the fact. Like it's just what they do. Um, and so this is. Uh, Andrew Garfield talking about who knew and how difficult it was to keep this lie going for so long.
3: You had to lie to so many people. How long did it take to make the movie? It was like a couple of years, right? How many years did you lie to people?
17: (laughs) That is an unfair framing. (laughs) Um, It was, uh, yeah, I lied to people for a good two years and uh, I lied to the Internet for two years and it felt great.
3: Who knew? Besides your agent, who knew that you were doing this? I mean, how hard is that to keep it to... Like, I mean, it's your family
17: new? Yeah, my dad, my brother, Okay. Um, and my mm-hmm. and my mother at the time. And yeah, just, just kind of us. Uh-huh. Uh, it was fun to keep it secret. Because you know when you're planning a surprise birthday party yes. for someone? Yeah. And they're like, I hate surprises. Tell me, is the party happening? No, seriously, don't, don't mess around. Because you know I actually hate surprises. And I can see on your yes, face, you're just yeah. like, I'm not going to tell you, Mother yeah. Hubbard, You're not going to So it felt like I was part of organizing a surprise birthday party for a bunch of people who i knew would appreciate it everyone
2: appreciate it we love seeing you in it oh man
4: there
17: you go See,
2: the thing is like theaters are still closed so i can't go yeah i can't watch a movie
4: fair enough is Uh, there
2: anywhere else i can watch a movie
4: Mm, i don't know maury how dr- do you the drive-in Are drive-ins open right now yeah the one at a thousand what is it a thousand but you got to keep your heat on the whole time yeah like who wants to sit in like no i'm not doing that no you've got to drive to prince edward county N- no but yeah no, no i'm like you don't go to the drive is there no it's way it's i can watch 15. in the comfort of my own home uh well i'm sh- no okay no there is not the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, hey, cops! Uh, north of Toronto are still looking for that guy who uh, s- stuffed an eight thousand guitar, eight thousand dollar guitar, down his pants and what? walked out of a music store.
2: What? So yeah. How big were his pants?
4: <sighs> I know. I put like I mean, you start thinking about like how big of a thing could you put down your pants, <laughs> right? Hey. And and even like shut he, up, he, chef. Shut up, chef. <laughs> and even the most sort of like confident man you know i don't think would would say that he could fit a guitar down there um, was he wearing mod robes? <laughs> no, he just had, like, khakis on and a hoodie. And so he was sitting in this music store uh, at Cosmo. It's a place called Cosmo Music, and he was playing a 60th anniversary, 1959 Les Paul Standard, which is worth $8,000. And so he's playing it on his knee, right? right. There's this security video of it. Okay. So this happened, like, back in December, but they just released late last week the video, security video of this guy stealing the guitar. Okay. So he's, sit- he's playing the guitar on his knee, right? Mm-hmm. And then he leans back. And he takes the neck of the guitar, right? So he leans back and he pushes that back and then opens his pants and shoves the neck of the guitar all the way down his pants Uh and then opens his hoodie and wraps his hoodie around the body part of the guitar and puts it against his chest and zips up his hoodie and I guess walks out with a limp? what right and he walked right out of the store and i guess there was one of his buddies was in a car waiting for him and i don't know what he did just like lie down in the back seat or something and then off they went how do they not have security tags on a guitar yeah like, like what do you like hang it off a string well then you can't play it
5: yeah you can test it or off the top where you, you the twiddly
4: things like screw it on there
2: no, you can't do that. Or a oh, sticker man. like they put in
4: books. No, a sticker on an eight thousand dollar guitar. You're gonna put a <laughs> sticker on like a wood finish that some guy probably spent months yeah. perfecting. <laughs> then you still have so your you're guitar. You're gonna, you're gonna put a sticker. You know, here's your eight thousand dollar guitar and goo Gone. <laughs> Take care of it yourself, <laughs> please. No, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, you got to see this video. It is wild, man. It's absolutely wild.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
4: Oh, so Batman, uh, The Batman, my bad. Uh, spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Say, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Andrew Garfield's in no, it? <laughs> no. no. Uh, it's going to come in at three, sorry, two hours and 55 minutes, including, uh, I believe, eight minutes worth of credits. So you're looking (sighs) at an almost three hour, almost three hour movie. So you're looking at 245.
2: Sure. I'll watch it. Yeah. Like I watch Endgame. That was three hours. Yeah, I know. But with
4: Endgame, though, like you knew all the characters and you knew where it was going. And this was like the culmination. This is all brand new Batman with a brand new Batman coming in at almost three hours long. Is that too long?
5: (sighs) Not when you binge like six episodes of a show in one sitting. I I know. know This is
4: different, though. You're in a different
2: state of mind. Okay. I will watch that show. Or sorry, I will watch that movie. If, yeah. Is it theaters only? Theaters or is it gonna only. Be it'll be theaters streamer? only. Yeah, it'll be uh, theaters only. See, if it was streaming, then yes, I would. Mm. If it's in theaters, uh, chances are I won't.
4: And I know that uh, anything over two hours, theaters, they sort of s- add one less showing per day to a movie, but, Uh but, 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 but what they wind up doing is studios love making longer movies because then it puts theaters in a position to put the film in multiple cinemas. Right. Right. So you actually get, you actually get more showings. So you would get less showings if it was like 90 minutes than you would if it was three hours. See if
2: they did like an intermission halfway through.
4: Intermission. uh I don't know how I get labeled the old one on here where (laughs) you need an intermission in a Batman movie. Like, how am I the old one? I don't even have that. I don't even want an intermission in movies. I'm not at movie intermission time yet.
12: Yeah, but you don't go
2: to movie theaters
0: anyway. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Podcast.
4: Oh, uh, NFL yesterday. What a wild day. My God. Was
2: it ever? crazy. Let's talk
4: some football, everybody. And once again, fans are calling for a complete overhaul of the overtime rules, especially after that Kansas city Buffalo game.
2: Oh, Bill's mafia. Hella mad today.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So the way that it works is uh, overtime possession is determined by a coin toss, right? Uh And The rules are that if the team that gets first possession scores a touchdown, then the game is over. Mm -hmm. If they kick a field goal, then the other team can get the ball and try and get a touchdown. But if they score a touchdown on that first possession of having it uh, within four downs, then they win the game. And so the opposing opposing team, Mm -hmm. their offense never even gets a chance to touch the ball. Right. Mm -hmm. So their quarterback is sitting on a bench while overtime happens and they're not given the opportunity to sort of come back. So it's the coin toss that a lot of people have a huge problem with, because when you get the coin toss at the beginning of the game, it determines whether you want to receive the ball. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's then reciprocated. Uh, at the beginning of the third quarter for the other team. So it evens out, right? But then when you go into overtime, you're basically starting that first quarter again. You're basically starting a new game again, and the other team never gets that advantage.
2: And all of us football fans are mad, right,
4: Sham? No, not really. No, you're not? What? Listen, I know Buffalo fans are really upset, but you know what? If you watch that game, Buffalo let Kansas City
5: march right
9: down the field in 13 seconds. Yeah. I'm just still trying to figure out what
5: Roz said. It made no sense. <laughs> yeah.
9: That's because you're not a football fan like us. Yeah. Balls. Balls.
5: yeah.
4: So do you want to break the game down for people, Mocha? Oh, yeah. It oh, I'm was. so scared. I thought he meant me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was just uh, It was a heartbreaker from the, from the start. Yeah. Um, this is not the season we planned for. No. Mo- Listen, we didn't go through all those tables. No. For nothing. <laughs> no. Right? To, just to no? get to this point. You're right. They're going to have to change the rules.
4: Yeah tables. Yeah. And uh the the <laughs> See, you and <laughs> uh, your your quarterback uh, Mocha, you got to feel bad for him, right?
2: Oh, he didn't get to uh show his true work. Who? Who? The Mafia. The guy. Monster mafia. No, that's what we call him in the streets. Oh, (laughs) yeah, Uh, mother mafia. Monster mafia. Monster mafia. Yeah, he's got that arm, right? I got Got that long arm. I got you. That strong arm.
4: See, the the hardcore fans like Mocha just are not going to stand for this much longer. Not at
2: all. (laughs) You see all those tables out there? Jumped all (laughs) of them. (laughs)
4: oh my god
0: the Roz and Mocha show podcast Podcast.
4: Uh, how bad is the housing situation in in and around the city of Toronto my god so the Toronto real estate board reported that there are currently active listings and December and January are always low for listings Mm -hmm. Uh, but there are currently um, 3,232 active listings in the uh, GTA Last year there was seven thousand eight hundred ninety two. So there's a, there's a lot of houses that are just not on the market because of this.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Houses. I'm reading this article here. Some houses outside of Toronto are scheduling showings. So they put the house up for sale. They're scheduling two hundred showings for a single house. Yeah, I that, believe. Then it. when it comes to offers, one house northwest of the city had one hundred offers on it. No. A hundred offers. Wow. It was listed for $849, sold for $1.25. A oh. hundred wow. offers.
2: My mother-in-law is currently or has been for the past like two years, yeah, looking for, for a new place. Right. There was one place that her real estate agent had sent to her, right? Yeah. And I guess she called him like an hour or two hours after the listing went up to be like, hey, I'd like to go see this house. And the agent said, I'm sorry, but the house already sold. In an hour, It's sold within like the first two hours that it went
4: up. Oh, for God's sake! It's like concert yeah. tickets. Yeah, it is. Houses are like you're right. More houses are front row seats yeah. to your favorite show. Yeah, that's what it's like. But there, but only there's no like there's no scalpers who can you know get you. No, uh, like it doesn't work that way. You know, nope.
5: I get uh, every week in the mail we get uh, a real estate agent sending us a letter trying to buy our place, telling you how much your house, your your condos
4: were? No, like literally saying, are you interested in selling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because there's there's nothing available mm-hmm. for anyone.
0: <laughs> the raw and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Podcast. So JoJo Siwa doing a show over the weekend celebrating um, the one year when she came out to fans. So this is JoJo Siwa at one of her shows.
6: A year ago today, I posted a picture that changed my life, and it was me wearing a T-shirt It said "Best Day Cousin ever. That shirt changed my life because that's how I told the internet that I was gay.
3: the world. So I started off by making a video of you
6: singing one of my favorite songs, Born This Way. The reason why I love that song so much is because it says,
1: no matter gay, straight or by, lesbian, transgender life, I'm on the right track, baby, I was born to survive.
4: And uh, so over on Instagram, she uh, had that best gay cousin ever shirt on again. And she said, in the last 365 days, I felt more love than ever. A year ago today, I posted this picture and shared with the world that I was gay. She goes on to say, I get asked a a lot was coming out scary for you. The answer is yes, of course. Anything that's different about you is scary. However, uh, it's what makes me me. So I had no fear with sharing it with the world. She goes on to say, please never forget that no matter who you are, are, what you look like, uh, who you who you love, that you are absolutely perfect. Thank you for showing me the most love throughout this year and throughout my entire life. I love you all.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: Um, some more information on why Adele m- might have canceled uh, her residency shows. Uh, in Vegas, she put out a video last week saying that because of COVID and because of scheduling and she had a lot of people out that there just wasn't enough time to get the show together. Uh, now it's being reported that the show was heading uh, for disaster um, after it was known that there had been, quote, explosive arguments happening between Adele and her uh, set designer, Esmeralda, Esmeralda Devlin. Now, they've worked together in the past on tour, so they did have that working relationship. Um, but they say this. That- in spite of the set costing millions to put together, Adele was unhappy with the result, and she made her feelings very clear to Esmeralda. She goes on to say, uh, Adele was already nervous about the falling falling out center, but she was already nervous and the falling out center spiraling into panic uh, because she was desperate that everything should be perfect. And uh, there was no need for clarity around Adele, what she wanted the show to be uh, sort of set in stone. Uh, But there was endless changes being made on both sides. They Mm -hmm. say the set list they couldn't nail down, which caused everybody else to sort of be uh, delayed. And they say that it seems uh, that while she has performed a strip back, while she prefers a strip back performance, she was under some pressure to come up with a more sort of Vegas style extravaganza. And one of those things that was released is, um, Adele likes to sort of concentrate on the voice. She's mm. on stage. It's a very intimate show. And uh, I guess the production wanted to put her with sixty a 60-member 60 choir uh, to sing Skyfall. Well, Adele wanted it to be a sort of more low-key. It's, ve-
2: it's Vegas, yeah, right? Yeah,
4: so, so things had not been going well, according to insiders. Um, but anyway... She uh, canceled those shows, and I guess I'll get them back up and running.
0: The Raw's and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: Cardi B has been awarded a total of $1.25 million in damages by a federal jury in Atlanta, Georgia, yesterday after they found uh, YouTuber Latasha Kibi, who goes by the name Tasha K on YouTube, guilty On the claims of defamation, false light, and emotional distress. So, Cardi receives a million dollars in general damages and 250 grand in medical expenses for that total. Uh, Cardi filed the lawsuit in 2019 accusing uh, Kibi of attempting to defame her with dozens of YouTube videos where she made salacious allegations, including that Cardi B has herpes. Yeah. out there making videos like that. Uh, Cardi took to the stand and revealed that the allegations made her, uh, quote, extremely suicidal. According to Billboard, Cardi testified that she felt helpless and she developed fatigue, anxiety, weight loss, and migraines over the ordeal. Uh, when she was on the stand, Cardi testified saying that only an evil person could do this, S-H-I, and then uh, apologized to the judge for her language.
2: Of course you did. <laughs> now, that's the one That's the one part. <sighs> Of her testimony that I would love to hear.
4: I know, I know. I don't think any of it was televised, like even on CORE TV and stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't seen any uh, any clips. But yes, I would love to uh, see all of that on on public record. Judge,
2: I apologize.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: I don't know if you saw the uh, the clip where Joe Biden was, uh, his mic was still alive. Then he called a Fox News reporter a stupid uh, SOB. What? So what happened was Biden was doing a press conference and as they were wrapping it up uh-huh. um, Peter Ducey asked the you know when they're walking out and then people just start shouting questions sure. right so Peter Ducey from Fox News asked if the president was worried that rising inflation had become a political liability and as they were ushering them out so you'll hear the clip and then you'll hear Biden sort of under his breath as they're all walking out of the building Do you think you
7: that's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son
2: of a was President Biden was like two seconds from putting up his dukes, uh, So then, the man to a fight. And
4: uh, later on Fox News, uh, Peter Ducey had this to say. Somebody shouted out a question about Russia. And the president said, I'm not going to take questions right now about anything off topic. So I shouted out. What about inflation? Do you think inflation is a political liability? and the midterms and then he said that and I couldn't even hear him because people were shouting at us to get out. But somebody came up to me in the briefing room a few minutes later and said, did you hear what the president (laughs) said? And I said, no, what? They said, he called you a stupid SOB. And I said, did he say SOB? And the person <laughs> said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, later uh, yesterday afternoon, I guess what happened was that Biden then called Peter Ducey personally. Uh-huh. And so Peter Ducey said, within about an hour of that exchange, he called my cell phone. And he said that, quote, it's nothing personal, pal. <laughs> 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 he goes on to say that I made sure to tell him that oh, I was going to try and ask something different than what what everybody else is asking and he said you've got to and that's a quote from the president so i'll keep doing it and then Ducey added that he appreciated that biden had quote cleared the air despite all this stuff going on in the world and he called it a nice call so i guess that's all patched up now could you imagine like because you you know he still thinks he's an sob right oh, but yeah. because you're the president you got to call that sob and apologize
2: and and Biden right sitting there Like, rolling his eyes while he's having this conversation. Right.
4: Like, you know when you were a kid and there was that one kid, maybe you didn't have it, I don't know, that your mom, like, was maybe friends with their mom and they made you two play together. And the kid was an absolute terror. But, like, one time you said something, one of the moms overheard it and then made you apologize. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, everything was your fault and you had to apologize to that kid. But, Ma. You you don't know. you don't
2: know this kid. He really is a little (laughs) SOB. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Got some great questions to get through today. Uh, hello, Jazz. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Hi, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Awesome. Uh, we're doing
2: great. Uh, where do you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show from?
3: Uh, from Kitchener. Nice. We've oh. actually spoken many times, Mocha. My birthday is May 4th. Oh,
2: nice. May the 4th be with you. <laughs>
3: no. uh, hello, did- Kitty. Hello Kitty Alarm Clock. Roz ripped on me for it.
4: Uh, oh, wow. Probably. Sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> uh, now, do we know
2: each other from when I worked out in, in Kitchener at all? Did
3: yeah, 91.5 The Beat.
2: Yeah, yeah. Did you ever call in when I was on the radio out there?
3: No. Um, funny story, though. I, I was starting a job, um, and I was really excited. I was starting it in Kitchener, and I was really excited because um, I knew that the radio station was still in downtown Kitchener. And then when I got there for my first day, I was like, "Oh my God, maybe I'll run into like Mocha," and uh, and then I looked, and there was a sign saying that you guys had moved to the new location on Sports World. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. okay.
4: So this, was, was, so this was when Mocha?
2: Uh when we moved. So what, the the time, the era that Jazz is talking about yeah. was like early two thousand and nine.
4: Okay. So yeah. so just. But so I f- was
2: I was in Kitchener from oh. Four or like late 03 up until the summer
4: of '09. Gotcha. So for anybody unfamiliar with the sort of geography here, Kitchener is how far outside of Toronto? Like an hour and a half. Okay, ish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. like College Town, University Town, University right? Town, big university, town. Okay. BlackBerry Town. Yes, that's right. Blackberry. Yeah. That's where that's where thank you, Mori. That's where Blackberry uh was uh their headquarters was. And so this is two thousand nine and you were there for how long?
2: I was there for like five and a half years. Really? That was mm-hmm. a long time.
4: Yeah. It's a very long time. You well, had long hair then. Did you have long hair then? I did. You did? Yeah. yeah? I kept uh, it. Awesome.
2: Yeah. When I moved from Toronto to Kitchener, yeah. I kept the long hair. When did you cut it? I don't know, like oh I was still in Kitchener. You I were. think oh eight maybe or oh, oh really? Seven? So like
4: just but like not that long before we started doing this <laughs> show. I awesome. look way better awesome. without awesome. it. Awesome! Thank you, Maury. So, what's your question?
3: What is something you know about yourself that you think is normal, but other people might see it as a deal breaker?
4: That other people might see it as a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I'm sure Maury has a long list. Go for it,
3: Maury.
5: (laughs) I was gonna. My my mind immediately went to picking my nose. Uh huh. Like I think it's normal. And right. I'm not trying to be silly or goof on the no. question. Yeah, picking no, your nose like is like
2: definitely normal, up. but like the way you pick your nose and where you but, store those boogers afterwards—that's well, the is thing. Not normal.
4: Thank you, Mocha, very much. It, it's not the fact that you pick your nose would be the deal breaker. It's that after you pick your nose, you take your finger and you put it down your pants and you rub the booger on the inside of the waistband of your boxers.
3: And yet, my husband is still with me.
2: That yeah, God. Sorry, would you say, Jazz? Yes?
3: And then he continues to wear that underwear. I know for yeah, like
4: five days straight. Yeah, yeah. For what, several days. What's do you have one of these, Jazz? Do you have something that uh, you think is normal, but other people may see it as a deal breaker?
3: I do, and the reason why I ask this question is because I'm in the dating world.
4: Yeah.
3: And uh, I think it's completely normal, and Mocha might probably hate me after this, and Maury too, actually. But I don't like dogs.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh really? Why? Really, yeah. yeah.
3: I just I just don't. For as long as I can remember, I just don't like dogs, and then dog people keep throwing their dogs at me and they're like, no, you should like them. And it's like, I'm allowed to have my opinion. I'm a, I'm entitled to not like something. And dogs are something that I won't compromise. They try convincing me so hard that I should be a dog person. And it's like, you know what? People who hate birds, like they're very adamant that they hate birds. People yeah. who hate cats are very adamant that they hate cats. So why can't I not like dogs?
4: Fair enough. All Fair right, enough. That's fine. Uh, I'll tell you. For me, um, like the fact that I don't travel, I think would be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't because yeah, I yeah. just I just don't I just don't enjoy it. I will, but it's it's a lot to get me to leave and go anywhere. I um, think that
5: the fact that you never lose in an argument is also a deal breaker.
4: Well, no, I've lost in plenty of arguments. Like um, you're
5: way too good at conversation.
4: No, no. There's. I think there's a. Yeah. Jeez. Like <laughs> yeah. that's a deal breaker for somebody. Like you're really good at conversation. You
2: know how to speak well. Like I'm, I know. I mean, I
4: know the world has changed, but I don't think that's now a deal breaker for people if you're good Jeez. at conversation. Oh my God. Uh, but I would say, yeah, me not not traveling. Um, also.
2: I wonder if also
4: also the fact like because right now my life is very, very different. Right. Uh Um, But I would I would say that like if I was single right now, if something happened, God forbid, and then I was sort of single, um, I think that my my would be deal breakers, my absolute reluctance to travel anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then I I also think uh, the fact that I like having a bedtime. Right. I like going to bed if I can seven days a week, same time, 11 o'clock. But you but would probably that travel with you. your
5: new girl, wouldn't you?
4: What's that? You would travel with your new girlfriend. No, no. Like
5: off the no. beginning of it, no. just to sort of, you no. know,
4: I have. No, no, no. First of all, I would not even have a new girl like that is just like it just would never happen. Right. Like I'm there's no. And if I did, there's just I just wouldn't travel like I would not do it. Like I travel with Catherine because I love her more than anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but you
2: despise it. You hate it.
4: I despise traveling. Yeah, like, despise it. And to me, that's a deal breaker. Like, I have no appreciation for things, you know? I don't want to see art. <laughs> <laughs>
7: right? Like I, I, have, I have, I yeah. have.
4: Honestly, I have no appreciation for it. it's lost on me. I don't. It's not that I hate it. I'll never call somebody stupid for spending their money on going to see stuff like this. I appreciate when other people like I like if Roxy goes to a museum or something like this mm-hmm. and comes back and she's all fired up because it was such like a beautiful experience for her. It breaks my heart. I love it so much that she can experience that. I don't have that thing. Right. Right. I have I have very little appreciation. Maybe you just haven't for gone with things. the right person. Like I've gone to beautiful cities, beautiful cities. Yeah. I would much rather sit in the hotel room than get out and walk around.
2: Or, like, go chill on a beach. Oh, my God.
4: If, if somebody says to me, okay, so tomorrow we're going to get up and explore, I'm always like, oh, my God, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I made a huge mistake. Wow. You?
2: Um, deal breaker? I don't, like, Monday to Thursday, my bedtime is, like, a hard 730. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
4: That's <laughs> like, hard. That's like hard. Between
2: seven, like, I went to bed late last night, and late yeah. for me was 8 p.m. Wow.
4: Yeah, That see, that's very difficult to... God, that's tough.
2: Like, cause you can't, it's very difficult to live a life, an evening life yeah, like that, right? Yeah. Hey, Jazz, this has been great. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Um,
2: I don't know if we asked you the last time, but uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite?
3: Mocha, you know, that's an easy win. It's you. Yeah. I was hey. hoping we would run into each other. Hey,
2: well, maybe, where are you now? Are you still in Kitchener?
3: I'm still in Kitchener, yeah. Right.
2: Well, I make a, a yearly trip out there.
3: All right, maybe St. Jacobs.
2: Oh, I love St. Jacobs. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for being part of the podcast.
3: No problem. Thank you. Bye bye. I was gonna add bye. stamp
5: collecting to the
4: list as well. That's not a deal breaker, though. I don't think. Do you think that's a deal breaker?
2: I don't think so. You do know, w- no, no.
4: I thing. would say. I would say if you had an incredible pornography collection. I did. Right. But yeah. <laughs> up until deal, when? Up until when?
5: No. Wait, once it became online, I got rid of all of the, the VHS. Oh. Stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Now he's got. Now he's just got all his bookmarks. <laughs> yeah,
5: I know. You <laughs> just threw out math. Matthew's collection of DVDs yesterday. Really? No,
2: you did yeah.
5: He was going through the DVDs underneath the TV for some reason. Yeah. And we got rid of the um, all of his DVD adult video collection. Yeah. And You my kept Harry... those in the living room? Yeah. <laughs> Next to the Harry Potter movies? I was just going to say, <laughs> and the Harry Potters. Hold on. Here.
2: Okay, yo, if I bleep, right, can you recite some of the titles
4: of these yeah. DVDs? No, you don't have
5: to bleep. It's easy. Cookies and Cream.
4: Oh. <laughs> Cookies and cream. Uh-huh. What's the what's the plot line of that one? I don't know the plot. Yeah, like who does a star? Does it? I need to a know these A white man and a black man. Oh, I gotcha. I got. What it. I, is, that, is that was that Matthews thing? Like is I never that, watched uh, these ones. But is it this is this was obviously Matthews, right? That one, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you saw the guy. Right, which guy? The black one. Oh.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> is, is Shum raising his hands in victory? Know. <laughs> 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 <I know. laughs> What other titles? You only gave one you That's said the only eat... one I remember I Honestly oh, Cookies and Cream okay. Yeah,
5: yeah. Like I mythology. think the other one was Manhunt But no, I could be wrong Yeah Yeah Wow
4: <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, all right. uh, Representation Shem <laughs>
7: Right. Trying to be all inclusive You know what I mean?
4: Right Hollywood has like fought hard for this, man. Shane's <laughs> gone. He's yeah. on the floor. Real hard.
2: Alright, uh, Matt Tarbs asks, is chocolate considered candy? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's a great follow-up.
4: Yeah, I'd say it's not. Yeah, is is that was that also one of Matthew's DVDs? Is chocolate is considered chocolate candy? is chocolate considered candy? Find out. Um,
5: I'm gonna say it is not candy.
2: Um, it
5: is a treat, but it is not to me. Candy is like those gummy sugary things.
2: Yeah, but chocolate is still it's still full of sugar.
5: But you see, you find chocolate more often than not in the cookie section, not the candy section.
4: No, you no. find chocolate with all the candies. I think that I think that you're thinking of there's chocolate and then there's chocolate, right? Like I never grew up calling, like I grew up with candy bars, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a chocolate bar was a candy bar, like a Mirage covered in chocolate or, a, or no matter what was on the inside, it was always the outside that was chocolate. I've always treated chocolate as a candy because yeah. I don't, I don't bake, right? So uh, I never have chocolate in the house for anything. Like, I know chocolate is an ingredient, and you can use it in a bunch of different things, but when it comes right down to it, if I told my kid no candy, right?
2: That includes chocolate.
4: And if I came in and she was eating a Aero Bar, I would be like, yo, I said no candy. She'd be like, chocolate's not a candy. That's not acceptable. Yeah. So wait, so you're saying a Toblerone
5: is candy? Yes. Yes. I disagree. What
2: about M&M's?
5: Oh, that's a good call. But, but see, I would say Hershey's Kisses are not. Tobolone is not. That. But I, I would say M&M's, M&M's are. Are what? Candy. And what's inside because of Because they're candy-coated.
2: M&M. What's inside of an M&M?
5: Chocolate, but it's candy-coated.
2: Yeah. Even still.
5: Okay, so what's a Mars bar? To me, a Mars bar is a chocolate bar. It is not
4: candy. But you wouldn't say, you wouldn't consider that candy? No. No, really. I do. I don't. Wow.
2: Um, RP asks, what is your favorite sauce to dip nuggets into?
4: Ooh, plum sauce.
2: Really? Ugh. Yeah. Mm, too sweet. Nah, I don't like pump sauce. Um, I would say like a, a, a barbecue hot sauce mix.
4: So wait a second. Are What's we talking favorite? the only sauces available at McDonald's or are we talking if oh, we right bring nuggets to... home and you can like go to your own fridge?
2: Yeah, I guess that. You can go
4: to your own fridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I will always... Because I always
2: like a barbecue base. Yeah. But then I like spice to it, so I add hot sauce.
4: Right. I will always do a double dip of mayo and then whatever hot sauce I'm having at the time. Mm. Horseradish, too. Horseradish? Ew. Yeah. What?! On a McNugget? Yes.
2: You're disgusting. What do you like? It's
4: a Jewish thing. Do you dip McNuggets? No,
2: horseradish.
5: Oh. People did not create nuggets.
2: Chicken
4: nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) McMazza.
5: Copyright that.
4: Yeah. Uh, Okay, so Maury does horseradish. Or Uh, plum sauce, yes. Yeah, plum sauce is gross. Catherine likes plum sauce. I can't do it. I don't mind it. I just find it a little too sweet. Yeah, I ordered, we ordered, uh, Shem, what is yours, first of all?
9: Uh, I got to go with mocha Barbecue and like a hot sauce mix for me, for sure.
4: See, I even find barbecue too sweet. Has anyone said honey mustard? Yeah. Nope. No. Oh, then honey mustard. Yeah, that's Catherine's too. She, really likes, she makes her own honey mustard. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, barbecue barbecue sauce generally is too sweet for me, unless mm-hmm. it's like a, a, a special, like certain kinds of barbecue sauces I don't find sweet, but so many barbecue sauces is I HP
5: bar? Would you consider HP barbecue sauce?
4: Well, uh, no, it's HP a steak, steak sauce, sauce because it's more of a dipping sauce. It's not mm-hmm. like you wouldn't slather HP uh, on something and cook it, right? right? Uh, but I do love HP, though. Oh, oh my, God, my yes. God, I love HP.
5: Wait, but you like something else, too. There's another hot sauce that you like that you swear by. It has like a green litter. Or something a green lid, or like uh, all the stores were sold out. It's oh,
2: a... um, was it uh, Nerpes?
4: Yeah. Oh, Nerpes, and that's like, like they're they're a local company too. And I can't find their stuff anywhere anymore. Really? No, no. They, they follow you, do they? Yeah. No. Yeah, they do. Do they really? Shout yeah. out to oh man, I gotta write these guys mm-hmm. because there's two. They do two bottles. One is a gold top bottle, and one is a red top bottle. And the red top bottle is one of the best hot sauces I have ever had. In my life, I put it, like, it is so perfect. And then the gold bottle is just, it's a different flavor, different uh, spices, different peppers, and it's a completely different flavor profile. Not quite as hot, but still so delicious. Like, it is by far, those two hot sauces, and I've had hundreds of hot sauces. Yo,
2: man, you just go to their website and order stuff. Yeah, I know. Who's got time for that, though? Apparently I'm on the website right now. All I have to do is click Add to Cart. Really? (laughs) Dude, you go to Amazon and buy five five
4: shirts. (laughs)
2: Okay. Yo, you represent buying Nerpy's t-shirt, too.
4: Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. No, their hot sauces are great, though. They did a real great job on whoever came up with those flavor profiles. They're really, really delicious. Nerpy did. Nerpy. (laughs) Who's Nerpy? Is that a guy? Yes. Yeah? Yeah? Well, he's awesome.
2: Okay, Rachel has a great question. Yeah. And I know the way everyone in this room is going to answer, okay? Okay. yeah, go. Magnets on a fridge, do you have them? If so, what do you have displayed on your fridge? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, I know that you, Roz, Mm -hmm. have a completely empty fridge. No magnets, nothing on it. That's my assumption. Okay. And I assume, damn it, Maury's fridge is littered with fridge magnets.
4: Uh, I will say this that my fridge um, does not have magnets because magnets don't stick to my fridge. Why? Don't know.
2: What kind of fridge do you have? Stainless steel. And the Wait, magnets, is don't stainless stick?
4: steel not magnetic? No, it doesn't stick. Magnets then don't stick. Then I'm no stick. longer buying that. Um, I have two pictures that are, so we have a, the, the sort of logo at the top sticks off a little bit where it just reads I don't know Jen air or something like that. Mm. And then there's two pictures that are stuffed behind that, that are poking at the top, one of Catherine and Roxy, and then whatever Roxy's current school year picture is. Mm-hmm. And so those are, those are on the top. But as far as magnets go zero. damn mm-hmm. So we have uh, several Mariah magnets, several
5: Andy <laughs> Warhol magnets, uh-huh. but then I also on uh, the entire top. I found where you can get, um, I guess, sleeves for Polaroid pictures. Mm -hmm. And so, because I love taking, my rule is when you come and visit... We you have to you do come, a selfie, yeah. uh, a Polaroid selfie, and then I put them on the fridge. So the fridge is the covered with. I needed another so,
4: reason to never go to your place.
2: So man. let me get let me guess on you know uh, I mean? on your fridge you have one photo then.
4: No, there's tons of yeah, family tons. selfies on Polaroids gotta, like, and pictures to, of Andy. You go to Maury's house, you got You they make you rule. You the rule it's is. It's like our You book. come in here like the rule is you so got to pose for a is... selfie, and then it winds up on the fridge forever. So
2: when your dad shows up, like does <laughs> he have to then pose for a picture?
5: There's already two of him. So that's uh, enough. So
2: Wow, so your dad visited Rude. twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how long you guys lived in that condo? 12 like, years. 12 years, yeah. yeah. So, wow. Frank only went there twice. Wow. wow. <laughs> how many other photos do you have on there? Your friend Amanda? Ama- so
5: there's Amanda, uh, Amanda one. There's a Susan one, which is Matthew's friend. Mm-hmm. There's uh, my, my legal guardian, Susie. There's two of her. There's two of my family with Frank. There's like five of Andy. There's Matthew's mom. What
4: about all the, What about all the times your friends came over?
5: Next question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. You know know the answer to that. (laughs) Uh, Just for the record, we do not have uh, any magnets. No, no. No, 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 Shem,
4: do you have magnets on your fridge? Yeah, we've got um, like bottle opener magnets. Oh, yeah. yeah. On our (laughs) fridge. But you don't drink. No way, yeah, but, but guests. Know, we're still, we're still speaking of there. which, speaking of which, if you yeah. uh, I know we're on the podcast now, but on the radio station, I was hearing these commercials you're doing for, I uh, was it Dry, Dry, Fab. Dry Fab that's right. But they, you don't drink,
5: they pick the one guy that
4: yeah. doesn't so, so drink, so it's easy, yeah, easy to do then yeah. You don't drink, Shem, and Shem's Shem like, Shem, yeah, it sounds like my family were really going to try hard, you know, I mean? <laughs> <Shem's> <laughs> like, Jeez, geez, guys, it's been so hard, guys, guys, <laughs> we're really making a conscious effort to not uh, you know to like be be one with ourselves and not drinking FAB and uh, I'm like that guy's never had a drink in his
2: life. Uh, I will say at my parents' house the fridge you can't even see the
4: fr- oh really you can't see it's anything on the
2: fridge it is just full of magnets and like. Places that they visited or majority of the photos, sorry, majority of the magnets are um, photo holders, right? So it's just like pictures all over. And much like Shem, there's like two or three bottle openers on there. But they've run out of, my parents uh, at their place, they've run out of space on the front of the fridge. Right. So the side side, that's showing, uh, they have that covered. That's where we uh, have
5: the garbage pickup calendar for some reason. With magnets. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez.
2: Um, we'll do one more here. Sure. Uh, Caitlin says, what's one thing your partner loves that you wish you loved as much?
4: What is one thing that my partner oh, loves? almond I
2: milk wish? and oat milk.
4: Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> All those stupid milks. Right? Yeah. Yes, almond all oat. of them. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. You're right, because we have too many milks in the fridge now. Same! Right? Too many oh goddamn God. milks. So much. And so, and Catherine, so here's the other thing, too. So Catherine is the coconut milk, right? She's uh-huh. not almond. She was on almond for a while. She's off the almond. So in my, like, when you go to my house, right, so you get the, the giant two-liter thing of uh, coconut milk, unsweetened, plain. Uh-huh. But then you also have open cans of coconut milk. That are in the fridge all the time because she scoops out the coconut milk stuff from a can and puts it in stuff. Right, so my fridge is overflowing with coconut milk. Open cans and she leaves the spoon in the can and puts it in the fridge. Right, not cool. You know what I mean? Not cool. And then I spill it; it goes all over everything, and then I got to clean it up. (laughs) Um, But so yeah, I'm with you on this. If we (laughs) could streamline our milks, my (laughs) life, like my life, would be so much better.
2: You know, you know what Jenna did yesterday? What's that? She made her own almond milk. No,
4: that's extra. how do you do much?
2: that? Yeah, she got a machine. I got a one for Christmas. She you really did. wanted, yeah. yeah. So I bought a one for wait, Christmas. Wait, you
5: crush an almond until it becomes a juice?
2: Uh, oh, wait, no, sorry. not. Al- you can make almond milk. No, yesterday she, it was either almond or oat. Anyway. Yeah, it one of them. It, it didn't
4: taste. No, bad. it's disgusting. I mean, I tried it, and I was yeah. like, mm,
2: yeah, it's great, honey.
4: I will say that um, Catherine and I would probably be able to share a lot more if I like dessert Oh, because okay, she yeah. she likes to bake and she loves dessert. I never oh. like it's just not me. Right. Like, it's would, just uh, not my thing.
2: I'd get along with Catherine. Very yeah. Well yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I love desserts. Yeah.
4: Yeah. No, I uh, I don't. Maury. I was going to say shopping for clothing.
5: Meaning Matthew loves going to like Winners or Zara and stuff to look at
4: clothes. I I hate it. You hate it. Oh, You don't know, like going shopping? I hate clothing oh, shopping. Man. I never... You know what, Maury? Looking at you, you would never think that you were a guy I that, know, hated, right? that hated shopping. Tell me about it. Everything Maury wears, it looks like... You know when you walk into a store, right? <laughs> if you walked into every single store you ever went into, and immediately, as soon as you set your foot in, you turn to the left and grab the first thing, right? Like, nothing would match. Probably wouldn't even be your size, yeah, nah, right? Like that's Ma- Maury's, Maury's entire wardrobe is, like, one foot in, turn to the left. Grab the first thing you see,
10: <laughs> right? Yep, and
4: gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, th- what did, what's the deal with your jeans, more? Because uh, um, Maury bought uh, Wranglers off Amazon, and how much were they again? $39? Thirty nine yeah, dollars. Thirty thirty six dollars. Thirty six dollar Wrangler jeans off like Amazon. Like hundred thousand
5: comments. He said. Yeah,
4: and they were so awful; like they just didn't look good on you at all. And oh. uh, does Matthew allowed you to still wear those? Yeah.
5: Are you Do, wearing them today? But he bought me jeans for Christmas to replace these. Yeah. Why? Well, he he said, you know, they're they're
4: ugly, they're oh, awful. Yeah, yeah, you know, you you're. They just
2: don't fit.
4: No, they don't. I Catherine mean, Catherine saw Mori Maury, Maury's jeans and said that those are jeans for people who have given up on their bum.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> so wait, so there's, what kind of what kind of no, there's no
7: hope.
2: <laughs> what kind of jeans did Matthew get for you?
5: He got me design. I think he spent a hundred dollars on designer jeans. Really, what's the huh? brand? What's the brand? Um, was it? Tom, not Tommy Hilfiger, the other guy. Oh,
2: hey, you know what oh I, Timmy Hilfiger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tony. No. Yeah, Tony Hall. Hilfiger. Yeah.
5: No, the uh, not Calvin Harris, the other guy. Timothy
4: Hall monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy,
2: Timothy Chalamet. <laughs>
4: Calvin, Calvin, who? Calvin Klein? Yeah, that one. Oh, I went. <laughs> How do you I do
2: forget Calvin
7: Klein?
4: I know, I know.
5: But you, they're sitting on my nightstand. I haven't worn them yet.
4: You know that I've gone back to my old stand. So I got. <laughs> Jeans are so expensive, and I got into the world of buying, like, high-end jeans because... I don't have, like, a regular sort of body. My hips, my ass, and everything else. Skinny legs. But, uh, like, it's just a ge- I have very difficult time finding jeans. Mm-hmm. And years ago when uh, I was doing the TV show, we had a great stylist on the show, and she introduced me to Diesel Jeans years and years and years ago. And I used to have this relationship with Diesel where they would just, like, give me sh- jeans for the show and all this stuff. But over the years, I've always just bought, like, Diesel Jeans because they sort of just fit the best. I know my sizes in them. I can order them online, and they're yeah. always consistent, they're right? they comfortable, though. And and then they came out with jog jeans, and then I started living my life in jog jeans. But I'll tell you, man, like they're expensive. They're like you're talking like four hundred dollars plus for a pair of jeans.
7: Yeah, Whoa. They're very. They
4: are very. I know where you very, can get a pair for thirty six. They're very expensive. Um, and I went back to when I was younger, in like the late nineties and early two thousands, when you used to go to jean Machine. You didn't have a lot of money, mm-hmm. everything else. I was wearing only women's jeans, right. And there was one jean company, and it was a Canadian company, that I loved more than anything, which was this company called Silver Jeans. Yes, okay, they had right? their own store. They, they did. They had their own stores. So I was pissed off over the holidays because, <laughs> because I <laughs> the tore— The
2: happiest time of yeah. year. <laughs> 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 of
4: course.
2: So it's I got, not surprising. Yeah,
4: so I got pissed off over the holidays, <laughs> yeah. right, uh, because I tore a pair of $500 jeans doing something dumb, <clears throat> right? Oh, wow. Yeah, and not, not big, but just, like, whatever. Uh, And I sat on my computer and I was like, I need to find something else. I need to find an alternative. And then so I found Silver Jeans online Mm -hmm. and I ordered a pair in my size. They came. They weren't 100% perfect. So I sent them back and ordered a different pair. Uh, Got them put them on, fit perfectly, the most comfortable things I've ever had. Then I ordered three more pair of the exact same ones, and I got three pair of jeans for $320. Oh, there you go. Not bad, right? There you go. Yeah, so now I have four pairs of jeans. Wrangler and silver jeans. Look at us. I'm back to wearing silvers again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, I haven't touched my other jeans since uh, since we since the New Year. New Year, new you. New Year, new me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't even know how my ass looks in them. But they you look know great. what? Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Wrangler. Thanks. Uh, thank you for all your questions that you've submitted every week. We'll post on Instagram at Kiss925 Ask Roz Amoka, and this is where we uh, get the questions from. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Catch the guys live
2: weekday mornings from six to ten
3: on Kiss ninety 92- two.
0: KISS925.com
3: or download the KISS925 app.